Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What what what's new? <laughs> what are you doing? What's new? <laughs> Welcome into the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. I am LFA. It is J Dubs. It's not just our hideout. It's your hideout. Everybody join us. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Um Friday night is an open-door policy. Today is Tuesday, so you have many a days to plan for that. Uh, but it's to... always an open door to the ladies. No, actually not always. Only 9 to 11. Always Monday through Friday. to the ladies. <laughs> um, that is Tommy Bateman. He is our producer. He also handles anything that goes through the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout. Bats. So uh, if you send, some, you send something to Real Radio Hideout, if it's good enough, he'll kick it over to me. That is Trunks, the star of RealRadio.fm. Uh, he is manning the talk and roll controls. And I'm Trunks, I'm a homo! And, and we have intern Putin running the phones. Again, at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. And that is uh, our other intern, Marla Hooch. Hooch! Who is uh, cataloging and logging everything that goes on. Uh, on this show this evening, J-Dubs, it is Tuesday night. There is a lot to get done. I can guarantee at some point people will laugh, and at some point people will cry. Let's start with the Hideout 7. The sev- I think they do when the open comes on. <laughs> please, Jim, go another hour. That's what they're saying. Please. Mr. Phillips, could you please stick around for another four? It'd be great. <laughs> um, there's the Hideout 7, the seven questions we want to get answered before 11 o'clock. Uh, why will Dubs miss the last two shows of this week? Uh, I don't want you calling me on my day off again. Yeah, we will uh, we will delve into that. It may even have you shed a tear or two. Uh, what movie should you watch if you're considering killing someone? I watched that movie today on the, um, I guess on, on your recommendation, J-Dubs. Yes. I'm not going to say what the movie is quite yet. Um, but I videotaped it for you, gave it to you, and I allowed you to, uh, to had, enjoy it. Has Florida ties, in fact. Mm-hmm. And it was a great flick and disturbing. And even, I would say, unlike most movies, teaches a really good lesson um, in its own way. Uh, which other celebrities are retiring from public life because it has been announced that Paris Hilton will be retiring from being a socialite in two years? So what, she, uh, she put a time on, in two years, I'm going to quit it all, I'm going to kind of go in reverse, and I'm going to start stripping. Because that's where people like me normally start. I'm going to go to what should be my roots. 
So she's pulling the Leno thing of, uh, what did Leno say? In Five two, years, in, I believe. In 2008 yeah. or 2010, I'm going to retire mm. and hand the reins over to Conan. So um, Paris has done Please about the Please do it thing. next year. Man, I really, more and more, I'm watching. I flip back and forth, and um, I have to watch uh, Letterman. Oh, yeah, Letterman kills Leno. Leno's cool if you're like 70. If that. Uh, what's needed for a Florida driver's license? Don't call us now, but we have some issues. Dubs yeah. and I have to get taken care of. Um, could I be French? Well, this is something we didn't get to yesterday, and after rereading the story, I'm thinking to myself, maybe I could. Maybe I'm French in my roots. Well, you you think like a Frenchman, but you're built like an American. Thank you. No. Oh. Oops. Uh, what does chunks eat? We would talk about this because Bateman was genuinely wondering how it is that Chunks is still severely overweight, and he says that he never sees him eat a meal. So uh, we'll we'll talk about that at some point. Oh, well, I know what he does. I know one thing he eats. Okay, Wang. Come on, Chung. Uh, Chinese food. What is that? Stop. <laughs> um. Also, too, I was I was on MySpace, by the way, real fast, and I guess there was someone who, it, it's like a picture of her and Daniel from the Monsters that mm-hmm. I guess was taken out at Amigos when we sent Chunks out to dance um, with the band and his brawn panties, and it's just, but he, Chunks is in the background, and so someone, and I don't know if you're familiar with MySpace.com, Dubs, but whenever you have pictures, people can leave comments. Okay. And one of the comments that some other really hot chick posted about that picture was, Jesus, I've never seen a bigger belly button <laughs> than on that guy behind you. It's like and, a kiddie pool on his stomach. And it was chunks in his sports bra and his panties with some hat on. Getting some dude to light a cigarette for him. I know. I got to see if I can find it. Yeah, you got to show it to me because that sounds priceless. It is so. I shared it with Matt Albert last night, um, and he just couldn't stop laughing. I was trying to get a hold of you, Bateman, but you weren't online when I found it. Um, I don't get on until about three forty in the morning. Oh, really? Man, I guess that's what. But Dubs uh, here wrapping up the Hideout Seven. What did Michael Jackson say that was so funny? Um, I did it. No, he didn't actually say that. I admit it. It's like Michael's in here. Wow. Oh, that's just J-Dubs, Master Impressionist. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, <laughs> Jacko has promised that he won't share his bed with kids anymore. Nice. Um, according to attorney, uh, to his attorney on the... Uh, Can I still on, sleep with my llama? On his Today, on the Today Show, uh, yeah, he's not going to do that anymore. When it comes to sharing his bed with kids. So that's good. That's a good thing. Now, did he uh, swear it off completely, or did he did he uh, say he's not going to share his uh, bed with, uh, uh, like, share, like, a couch with a kid? Did he say that? Or did he just keep it strictly to the bed? Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't, there was no mention of a couch. Did he promise he wouldn't share, like, a sleeping bag or something? I guarantee he's got a few camping trips set up. Huh. Actually, no, there wasn't There wasn't any mention of a sleeping... This sleep. ain't a bad, it's an air mattress. There's no... Actually, there's no mention of an air mattress either. I didn't think of that. Mm. It just, I just... The headline, to me, it was update. Jacko promises he won't share his bed with kids anymore. I'd like to hear him promise that he won't share, like, uh, the kitchen counter with the kid. 
Okay, well, you can make like breakfast and stuff. You know, I, mean, I, don't, want them, I don't want them laying on it together, though. No, I don't know if they would be. I, I, he was, it, dude, it's it's safe. A court of law has said it's safe to have your kids uh, with Jacko. Do you say you wouldn't share like a log cabin with them? Hmm. What kind of log? I, you know, stop. I don't know. That wasn't in this release. That biggest I heaviest wood. It's it, <laughs> this wasn't in the, this wasn't in the press release. All I'm saying, just not not none, no beds. Balsa wood. Did he uh, say he wouldn't share, like, maybe a ball pit? You mean, like, one of those things at, like, fast food places? Yeah, like one of those, you know, little kids' things where kids are jumping around in their balls deep. In the ball pit at the the fast food place? Yeah, like the the little kitty place place. I got you. Okay. No, there was no no mention. Hmm. I mean, it's a little, I guess it's a, but does he have to go through and list all the specific, I mean, isn't it good enough? Well, I mean, it's a start. It's definitely a start. But I want to know that he will not be sharing, like, the back of a limo with a kid ever again. Well, I mean, I'm sure you could, you know. I mean, I, and I, you know, I, 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 can, I can say he can ride in the back of a limo with a kid. I just don't want him laying with him back there. I don't know if there's enough room to lay. Look, here's the thing, though. In this, in this you know, talking to the Today mm-hmm. Show, it was just, you know, beds are off limits. Now. Now, at this point. Yeah. Did he say cots? Does that still count? He said, what did you say? Cots. Oh, okay. What if he just puts the mattress on the on the floor? Does that count as a bed? I, I think that would count as a bed, yeah. But no, no, there was nothing, no mention of a cot. Now, the biggest thing I want to make sure he's not going to be sharing with anybody, and I'll feel safe, as long as he says he's not going to share, like, a pair of sweatpants with a kid. Give me an XL. This is going to fit, too. Uh, actually, no, there was no mention of that either. Huh, now that I want, now that I think about it, I don't know if the guy on the Today Show did a very good job of, uh... I guarantee he went and got a bunch of, uh, maternity pants today. Stretch pants? Just the maternity ones where it just has a little extra room in the stomach area. Do you think his favorite thing to be for Halloween would be a kangaroo with a pouch? What are you going to put in the pouch? Child. I'd put a drunk midget there. Fight everybody. This this is how we ended the show last night, talking what? about midgets. You mean a retard? No. Stop. Same thing. No, it's not. You know, huh? we, we did this last night. We talked about this last night to end the show. What are you talking about? I think he's a midget. Now we have the Federation of Little People after us. Thank you. Let's take a break. We'll come back. I'm sorry. You should be. Actually, there's uh, some sad news out of the world of J-Dubs, um, and we'll talk about that next. Yeah, I just found out, you know, midgets are just midgets. I don't believe it. There's I, there's something I believe that's sadder going on in your life than that. I don't want to hear about it. I was, I'm clouded now. I can't see past. Dan, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey, how you doing? What's, What's up, up, man? Hey, I want to share a joke with you that one of my black friends told me this morning. Okay. Okay. You know what? You know why he got off scot free, don't you? Why? Michael Jackson white. Cause he's white. He's white. All right. What else would he be? I don't. You know, if he goes missing, people will be finding him really quick. Cause I always want to find a pretty white woman. Yeah, they're always out for to find them. Yeah, by the way, now that Jacko uh, is innocent, or at least proven not guilty, we can focus on that pretty mm-hmm. white girl that's missing. Down Another one? No, it's still the same one. Oh, damn shame. We'll take a break. 
Hey, never, you never think it's going to go well when a white guy calls up and says, hey, let me tell you a joke my black friend told me. I saw your hand no, reach for the dump button immediately. I was like, oh, jeez. I only say the N-word twice. Don't worry about it. Don't you worry about me none. It's A-OK. My black friend told me this. I said it with an A, not an E-R. My black friend let <laughs> me call him that. It's OK. He's cool with it. Why aren't you? Kelly, you're in the hideout. We got Kelly. Hey, is Dubs going to be around this weekend? Because I was kind of concerned about this um, sad event in his life. Does that have anything to do with Sadie Lou? Um, you know what? Your cat, Sadie Lou, I, we'll find out next. Thank you for your concern, Kelly. But no, I will not be around this weekend. Are you there? Sadie. Sadie. Come to Daddy. Hey! That's me. <laughs> we'll take a break. Sorry about that. Uh, you know I get around her. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Morning. Welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. It's FA and Dubs on a Tuesday evening. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, we were talking about Jacko and him saying that he promises not to share a bed with with kids anymore. Nice. There were a few things he left out. Matt Albert asked, um, has he promised not to share a jock strap? <laughs> and... Um, no, that actually wasn't mentioned anywhere. Wayne, you're in the hideout of Road Radio. What do you got, Wayne? Hey there. There's only one person that's got a real reason to be upset by the Jackson verdict, and that's Martha Stewart. <laughs> that's true. Think, think about it. O.J. got off. Robert Blake walked. Michael Jackson not guilty. Martha Stewart picked up the phone and said, Hello, is this my broker? Straight to jail. And here's the reason why, man. You can kill people in this country. Apparently you can allegedly maybe... Touch a kid, but if you even attempt to screw with a corporation or yeah. the stock market... Stay away from the money. That's the biggest, biggest problem. Thank you, Wayne. That's a great point. You can kill someone that, you know, really has no importance in the world and be fine, but if you start messing with any kind of money... Don't mess with business. Yeah. It's business. Once you do that, you have so many people against you. Right. You're trying to mess with their money, man. Money is a... Uh... The most important thing in the world, J-Dubs, I don't know mm-hmm. if you knew that. In fact, well, I'm actually, well, if I ever have children, I'm going to tattoo that uh, on their arm. Money is the most important thing in the world. Remember that. What you want to do... I hope you have a daughter, and then she can be showing that to everybody while she swings around the pole. Well, hey, whatever you got to do to make money. Some people set up offshore accounts. Some people create wars. She wants to dance on a pole. That's fine with me. Hopefully it's mine. What, your child? No, yours. What? Mm-hmm. So awkward. All right, J-Dubs, you called me today. Yeah. And uh, you kept calling me and bugging me during my workout. What's the big news? Well, I called you to tell you I will not be here for Thursday or Friday's show. Okay, it's not time to take vacation yet. It's not... kind of is, you know. It's not a four-day weekend. We, um... I'm going to the hot, tropical... Fallerville, Michigan. Oh wow! Congratulations! Yeah. I didn't realize vacationing with the big boys. Now, have you have you told Catherine that you're going to take some days off? Yes, during, I have during this important period. And she said, "Hey, when you have a chance to go to some place like Fallerville, you can't pass it up." 
The reason I'm going to Fowlerville is I, we've talked about this briefly from time to time uh, about my grandpa being sick, and I have to go back and uh, you know see him before he dies. I guess I missed my window because he died this morning around I think 8:20. Really? Yeah. At 8:20. Yeah, right around there because I I took I take my girlfriend to work every morning, drop her off at about eight o'clock over at her work, and then I go home and lay down to nap again. About 8.30 comes around, and my phone starts ringing while I'm laying down, just when I, I lay down. And I'm thinking, Why you, what prick is calling me at 8.30 in the morning? Who's waking me up? Is your mom? Yeah. Was she drunk? <laughs> she sounded like it. Was she, she was very upset, so she sounded, uh, you know. Was she in a tanning booth? No. I think I don't think it was time for tanning. What'd she say? Uh, he's gone. And I guess that's... Who's gone? My grandpa. He died? Yes. I already said that. What time? 8.20. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a bummer. I'm sorry? I'm sorry, too. Because I really don't want to go back to Fowlerville. I'm a very selfish guy. And another thing is I'm a pallbearer for it. I love my grandpa, you know? And what better way to show your love than by carrying his carcass? Exactly. It's one thing that has always kind of ugged me a little bit is being a pallbearer. What time did he die? 8.20. Well, you know, it was 4.20 somewhere. So someone was smoking a dupe. Big ups. So you're going to be a pallbearer, huh? I'm going to be a pallbearer this Friday. Now, are you strong enough? Yes, I am. But this guy is a big guy. He's about 6'6". And is he the undertaker? The wrestler? Is your grandpa the undertaker? I hope so, because then he might push the coffin open and just sit up. I don't know. You've lost a lot of weight, Paul Bear. I'll hold up my urn. Run! So you got a suit or anything? No, I got to go get that tomorrow. I got to go get everything tomorrow. And just because if I wasn't a Paul Bear, I wouldn't have to go get the suit, man. I saw me. Are you more disappointed about the fact that you got to go back to Fowlerville and get a suit than your grandpa died? I'm actually kind of happy my grandpa died. What? It, you know, it was like one of those suffering things where it's like, you know, good, finally, you know. Are you going to have to explain that a little bit? How old was your grandpa? My grandpa is 87. First of all, you'll never live to see that. No, I won't. And if I did, I think I would want to pass by now, too. I don't think you'll live to see 37, but that's just, you know. All right, so he's eight. I would agree with that statement if you were looking in a mirror. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think he's going to outlive you. I, I don't am. know why. There's no problem with that. I'm down to 217, brother. I don't care how much weight you lose. There's just something about you. This is about his grandpa <laughs> dying, not me. So, all right, so you say you're happy your grandpa died. Why? Yes. Uh, just because it, it was one of those things where he has been going to the hospital every other week and staying there for like three or four days for the last, like, four months. I mean, for God's sake, we talked about it before, his feet turned black. Once your feet turn black, you got to think, hey, okay, I got to go. That's what Matt Albert says. <laughs> He's black. Wow. Oh. He now, wasn't born that way. Now, your grandpa, he was the one who was uh, the Grand Wizard for the KKK, No, right? he was not. That wasn't him? No, I don't have any KKK members in my family. But you're in Fowlerville, Michigan. We never passed the test. It's like a bar. You couldn't get that little card? No. Mm. 
get cheaper coffee with it, though. So let me ask you. So you so you feel it's okay for your grandpa to die because he lived a full life and he was suffering at the end. It was yes. time for him to go. And also, uh, when my mom called me, I was like one of the first people she called. And uh, she was just casually talking about it while she was in the room with him, which was a little bit odd. And she said... Uh, Did you ask, hey, put the phone underneath his nose? Maybe he's still breathing? No. Did you say grab a mirror? He could still be alive? No, he was dead. You know what you do to test, see if someone's really dead? You put their hand in warm water. And if they go... If they pee themselves? Then they're still alive. That's just what I heard. And that was when I was in medical school. I guess like five minutes before he died, uh, he looked at my mom and said, I can't go yet. Uh, who's going to take care of Betty, which is my grandma? And my mom said, you know, don't worry, I'll take care of grandma or mom or Betty or whatever. And five minutes later, he was dead. So it feels like to me that he was ready to go once he had some reassurance. Wow. I'll take care of Betty if it's that important to him. No, you won't. I got an extra bedroom. She can come over and cook and clean and be like, you know, she'll give her a reason to live. She makes some great rhubarb crisps. I don't even know what that is. Rhubarb? You ever had rhubarb before? Your mom should have tickled his feet and see if he laughed. He could have still been alive. They're black. He couldn't feel anything in them anymore. Was that racist? Black people can't feel tickling? What's wrong with you? They aren't in a laughing mood right now. Who? Your family? No, the feet. And that way, too, if he doesn't laugh, at least you can say you tickle the dead man's feet. Look, I'm trying to help you out. Shag, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, buddy? Uh, you know what? Since you, since you guys are being such cold-hearted bastards, I think J-Dubs has tickets to the Pistons, and he's like, well, my grandfather died. Nobody will check up on it. You know, let me let me just go. I'll see my grandfather. My grandmother died. Hey, I'm, I'm not, I'm not only Pistons series. I'm not only telling that to uh, my boss. I'm telling that to the airline so I can get cheaper tickets. And then you're going to go watch game four. Actually, you know what? It's so odd, dude. I know mm. this little Our buddy Lefty. Has tickets for game four. He has extra ones? He will probably take you. Get Lefty on the phone. Hold on a second. I'm going <laughs> I'm to type them a message. I want you to get Lefty on the phone. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to go to a Pistons game. Why not? Are you kidding There's me? There's no way my family will let me go to the Pistons game. Yes, they will. No way. Yes, they will. So Vince McMahon is uh, authorized this time off? Get left. There's the number. Get lefty on the phone. Jess, you're in the hideout on Roll Radio. Hey, so my big question is, so, like, how cool was your granddad? Did you like? Yeah, that's oh, a good question, Jess. My grandpa was, like, the coolest person. He was yeah. the one person in my family that I could identify with saying, okay, I'm a part of this family. He always had a good did, sense of humor. Did he have ugly tattoos? No, he didn't. I thought, yeah. okay, you guys identified. I'm sorry. No, identify personally. Oh. Yeah, he I get... tattoos work, too. What? Tattoos work, too. Now, I was calling in because, uh, actually, my uncle passed away today, and he was the coolest, entirely, you know, fanatic, and he did have some of those ugly tattoos from, like, Vietnam days. What but, time? you know. What time did he die? He died today at about uh, 3.20. Beat ya. It was 4.20 somewhere. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, baby. I'm really sorry for your loss, too. All right, Empty Howie says, I don't know whether to... 
laugh at the morbid humor or feel bad for dubs. That's how I deal with stuff, though. Whenever anything bad happens at all, I'm Mr. Hey, let's make a joke about it. You know what? That's a great question. Mm. Anonymous says, all right, your, your grandpa wouldn't die but until Betty yeah. was taken care of? Mm-hmm. So what if your mom said, no. Yeah, we'll have to work on that. Can you? Let's see. Do you <laughs> Give think, me a few minutes. Let me make think, some calls. Do you think he'd still be alive? I don't know. Your mom killed your grandpa by saying Betty's going to be okay. And she's not going to be okay. She's going to be fine. She's gonna die Don't of a, jinx her. She's going to die of a broken heart within two years. No. They always do. No. My grandma's strong. Lefty. Yeah. Hey, this is our buddy Lefty. He's one of our best friends from Michigan. Um, What's going on, dude? Uh, not up, a lot. Hey, Louie, let me ask you a question. Uh, J-Dubs, I don't know if you heard, but his grandpa died today. You there, Lenny? Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? That is. I'm sorry, uh, Dubs. Hey, hey, no problem. You got tickets to game four, though. He was, he's going to be up there. Uh, just wondering if he could go. No. Come on! No, why? Because his grandpa died? Yes! Well, I'm going to be in town, too. What is that? I'll hang out with you. That'd be great. Don't want to. Are you serious? Yeah. I want to hang out with Ben and Rip. I'm, actually, I'm not even positive I had the tickets yet. What What day is game four? Thursday. Oh, it's perfect. You're going to be there just in time. Lefty yeah. can pick you up from the airport. You guys could go down to the palace. Yeah. That would work out perfect, wouldn't it? They're not my tickets, though. Damn you, Lefty. It's like a friend of a friend. If it were up to me, I probably still wouldn't let him go, but... Why? What have I ever done to you? <laughs> no, I probably would let you go, actually, if it was up to me. Hey, Lispy, give us the number. Thank you. And, yep. and we will call the friend and tell him that Dubs' grandpa died. All right, when I get the number, I'll give you a call. All right, Lackey. All right, brother. All right. Beat it, Larry. Flippy's a good guy. Destro wants to know what major city Fowlerville is near, because he's from Flint. He's never heard of Fowlerville. It's uh, right by Howell. It's Brighton. <laughs> Weberville. Don't forget. It's right. It's directly in between Lansing and Detroit. Yeah. Is that where Leonardo lived? On 96. No. All right, Dubs, you want to actually talk about this a little bit more seriously when we get back? If you want to. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Um... It's time for the island. Dubs is going on vacation because <laughs> his grandpa died. So he's going to take a few days off this week. vacation. Please. You're going to the Great Lakes. <laughs> I'm sure you'll make it over. They to aren't Chicago. that great. Make it over to Chicago at some point. Kind of sad. Catch a cup game. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It's El Jefe and J-Dubs on a very sad Tuesday evening. J-Dubs has learned that the only real member of his family he liked, his grandfather, is dead. Yeah. At the age of 87. I think. Ish. I'm not sure how old he was. I know it was high high 80s, maybe early 90s. Maybe. Um, People are calling us heartless. Why? Because we're sitting here and we're talking about your grandpa dying. And we're laughing. We're, we aren't laughing at the fact that he died. I am. All right, now it is heartless. Half is heartless. I'm a good guy. I make jokes just to kind of ease up the situation because who would want to listen to me say, 
I loved him so much. I wanna. I just wanna cry. I wanna curl up in a corner. No one wants to hear that. Have you uh, have you cried yet? No. I, I probably won't. Not even when you're the pallbearer. No. I don't. I don't cry at funerals. Usually. Why, why are you supposed to be pallbearer? Are they gonna have open casket? Yeah. I think they should just have the bottom half open so you can see his feet. They turn black, right? Mm-hmm. I've never seen white black feet. Can you take pictures? I think you could dance better once that happened, though, which was cool. What? That's just racist. Come on, we're in a time of mourning, and you're being racist. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Nothing. <laughs> you could finally hear the funk. Stop. <laughs> just because your grandpa died doesn't give you license to be racist. It's not racist. Yes, it is. It's complimentary. <laughs> Stereotyping. Stereotypes can be complimentary. Um. So what happens, J-Dubs, at this point? You're Paul Bearer? Yeah, I'm Paul Bearer, which I'm not excited about. I, I, and this is probably the one heartless thing about me right now, mm-hmm. is that I do not want to be a pallbearer, and I wish the funeral would come to me, and I didn't have to go <laughs> back to Michigan. Is there any way you guys could bury him in Central Florida? It's really nice down yeah. here. Yeah. I could probably get us a discount. <laughs> but, you know, the, the whole thing about a pallbearer kind of creeps me out. Carrying around a body creeps me out. And I don't know if it should or shouldn't. I know it's a natural thing. It happens at every funeral. Someone's going to carry my fat ass around someday. Not me. I don't want you to. You know what I'm going to do? So no one has to carry my body around that I know. I'm going to hire like two men in a truck to come over, you know, like, you know, an in-town move. They just come over. They pick me up in the in the truck. I'll even, I'll even take the box truck. I don't even care. I've always found it odd that even like mortuaries or the uh, funeral home or whatever, like they don't hire guys out to do that. Because I think that's a tough thing of having your family sit there and carry the body. Yeah. And if you had professionals doing it, at least you wouldn't like drop, you know, the body. Does that happen a lot? Mm-hmm. All the time. I see it in the movies. I've never heard of it actually happening though. I saw it on Jackass, so I think it happens. Johnny Knoxville was driving around a body and it kept flying out. If you're freaked out by um, just carrying around the body, what if, does it freak you out when you see people like touch the body? Yeah, like, that's, grab something the hand? That, that's something I don't like to see either. I don't like that because I'm afraid that they're not going to be embalmed enough and like their finger's going to break off or something. That's another thing that freaks me out is the embalming. I want to I want to be buried naturally. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Do you think he has a nice watch you could take? You're gonna no. get you're gonna get anything from this? Oh, I probably won't get anything from it, no. You didn't have a car or anything he's gonna leave you? No, I mean he does, but it's not that good. T V? No. Every my mom and my little brother live along with my grandma and grandpa. So they uh Oh, they all live together in one house? Yeah. My my mom and my little brother moved in to take care of my grandma and grandpa. Oh wow, that's really nice. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And rent free. Oh. Yeah. Now, did you tell your little brother that the ghost of your grandpa is going to be in that house now because he died no. there? And all he'd be doing is watching hunting shows if he if the ghost of him was there. So right. he wouldn't be bothering anybody. And these shows, are they hunting minorities like the pest? Yeah, it's a lot of surviving the game. I think that's just on loop at home. Surviving the game followed by the pest. <laughs> they never get him. Isn't that odd? Joe, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Joe? Um, yeah. With the Paul Bear thing, um, it's really more of a sign of respect. 
Like they put it on a cart and you just kind of put your hand no, no, on the no. handle of the casket and it's just like a respect thing. No, like, I've, I've had to do it before and we actually had to carry. Well, uh, like I've had a lot of family members pass away in the last five years and Lucky. funerals I've been to, it's been on like a, like a cart thing and you just put your hand on there. Huh. I never heard well, of that. I hope it's like that because, like I said before, it, he's a big guy, and that would be just the worst thing in the world to me. You know you're going to have to, like, who else is Paul bearing? I have, uh, like, I think it's my cousins and uh, one, fly, my I, uncle. I feel you a strong guy. I'll fly up there and hang out just for the free trip and free food, right? They're going to have food at this, aren't they? Yeah, we're going to have a lunch, a luncheon. You bring me back something? Yeah, I'll bring you back a sandwich. Hey, you willing to take a tape recorder and maybe record? No, I'm not going to record Do the... Do some uh... interviews? We'll write out some funny questions. So why are you here today? Yeah. Can I ask you some questions? Why is everybody so glum? Can I ask you some questions? Tape for broadcast <laughs> on a clear channel? All right, here's a very good question by Ozzy. Okay. We're going to take, take a break? All right, I'll ask you when we come back. Mm. It's a hideout. We're ready at 104.1. Who picked this? Chunks. Turn it off. Welcome back into the hideout. Turn it off. Real Turn it off. 4.1. Seriously. I'm, I'm all about having fun and joking about it and everything. You know, kind of making lighthearted, but... Did your grandpa die? I mean, yeah, my grandpa died, and I... I mean, having fun and making little jokes and everything, that's... That's cutesy. Being completely disrespectful and talking about being bloated and stuff. Playing SDP dead and bloated, not cool. I'm, I'm sorry, we, we were joking about the feet. The one time you want us to have a topical bumper. Well, he was trying to think about uh, either 1979 by Smashing Pumpkins or that. I'm actually glad he chose that over that, the other one. Yeah? Well, I mean, I saw everyone else joking. So I, I figured it wouldn't be that big a deal. Sorry. That was really uncool. Yeah. I just don't see how that is funny. Right. I mean, Grandpa, man. I mean I, making jokes and everything, you can kind of excuse. A man's dead. Uh, hold, yeah. on, hold on. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I, I'll play another one for you if you want. You want me to, like, re-jingle and everything? Yeah, do everything so yeah. we can come back and it's not so awkward. All right. All right. You're listening to The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio. 104.1. One. Let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, come on. The bodies hit the floor. What are you, sorry. What are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, a man is dead. All right, Dubs just ran in there. Turn it off. Turn it off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, my liver. Sorry. You guys were joking. We already I, told you once the first one wasn't funny. Funny. I. I figured. Why would you think another one 
Another inappropriate bumper would be funny. His dad, his grandpa just died. He's not going to be here Thursday and Friday. I'm, I'm Save those jokes for when I'm not here. And you won't offend me. Yeah, do that actually all, uh, all Thursday and Friday. Don't tell me. No, uh, no, no, don't. Not now. Or later. Maybe later. That's just my way. I figured you'd think it would be funny. Yeah, I'm supposed to be coming back just hooting and hollering to let the bodies hit the floor. Here, here. Joke, man. Alright, I got this act. We played it when Mitch Hedberg died. That's Mitch Hedberg. It's not my bloodline. You're you're related to Mitch Hedberg? No. Hmm. And why would you play it when Mitch Hedberg died either? Why are you on the show then? Alright, Ozzy wants to know this. Yeah. How many days off would you be taking if your stupid cat died? Weeks. Sadie? I, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't want your grandpa to be alone when they put him in the ground. Why don't you take Sadie Lou and put it in the box? No. Sadie. I'm sorry. I forgot it was on. I just repotted it back up. I forgot to hit the pause. That was an honest mistake. Right, I, I usually don't request this, but can we punish him tonight? I don't know, man. I think he was. That was honest. I'm he's sorry. A, he, I, I, I was going to let the first one go where he just played, you know. Dead and bloated. Dead and bloated. For your I was grandpa? just going to yell at him. But he hit play, let the bodies to the floor, and now he potted it back up. It, that was a mistake, because I forgot to hit pause on the, on the computer. you got to hit pause, or else it, it keeps playing the song. Well, I think we should punish him just for the sloppy board work. Here's the thing, Dubs. We were joking. We were joking. And he was just trying to throw a joke in. But the second one, he already knew the first one wasn't funny. I think he should have come back. I think the problem was that he came back. Uh, with dead and bloated instead of bodies. Bodies should have been first. Yeah, dead and bloated is just grossly uncool. Yeah. He's not even bloated yet. He just died. But you were saying his feet were, like, bloated. They were black. They weren't bloated. It, you don't think... Hey, oh, if he came back with Blackfoot, that would be funny. That's where the comedy is. Not, not dead, dead and, and bloated. Dead and bloated is just mean. You don't think there'd be some bloating with with the black? Come bloat? back with no. Pearl, come back with Pearl Jam alive. Yes. Then it's ironic. That's funny. That's comedy. Not just this blatant shockingness of you. Shock jock. Spinning your shocking tunes. All right. You know what? Since he's such a shock jock, no immunity. No. Immunity's out. No. He I already agree. kicked me. He already just started kicking me and beating because me. He, I wouldn't have done it if he didn't go with another song. He didn't need to hit me. Yes, I did. I'm, well, I'm sorry. I hurt a lot now. How about at 8.20, the exact time your grandpa died, just 12 hours later, we shock him? I like that. Come on! It's not worth that! I'm sorry! Um, I thought it would be funny! A man is dead. And your zany bumper music isn't helping. Sorry. What are you laughing at, Putin? The phrase zany bumper music. That was funny. He knows comedy. You should ask Putin what to come back with. Yeah. I suggested my father's eyes. I figured that would commiserate. See, he knows what's going on. That's funny. That would have been funny. In the living years. That's funny. Dead and bloated just mean. Yeah, I mean, there's no. That's the worst thing about it. You know, if there was a joke there that you could go to, 
I could see it. That's mean to be mean. I oh, really pissed off, man. I rarely get mad. You know that. Yeah. I'm truly apologetic. I'm not accepted. Not accepted. Hey, let's get your mom on the phone. No. I'm sure she's in great condition to talk to us. No. I'm sure you'll have some kind of crazy bumper music for her, too. No. No. I'm not the one that makes mop jokes. Bucket jokes. Because she's janitor. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, too. His mom's got a dead-end job. That's real nice of you. Yeah. Way to rub everything in. You just I, don't like my family, do you? I, you have no respect for any of them. I, even the one that just died today. Not even in the ground yet. I mean, every time I meet one of your families, I get in trouble or something. Like the first time I heard about Because you're your... inappropriate. And don't sniff the cousin's panties. I thought we were over that. How about another wedgie? The same kind? Something different. No, never. Thumbtacks? Thumbtacks. In your panties. Come on! I'll give you a wedgie. I'm truly sorry. Dead and bloated? When else can you play that song? Let's take a break. If Rush Limbaugh died, then you can play it. Because he's already bloated. I wish he was dead. That that would have made a little bit more sense. I'm sorry, seriously. Do please don't look at me like like that. Kind of freaks me out. We're getting chance to fire him every week. How about this? Every week, there's another reason to fire him. How about this? Set him on fire. It was it was, I think, a bad judgment. All right, let's call take a break. Shut up. On my. We'll take a break. Come back. <clears throat> it's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Still not cool. Why? At least he's going to be with Dimebag now. True. Your grandpa. <laughs> Stop playing the laughing. Stop it. I'm sorry. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1, half and dubs on a Tuesday night, 407 star 1041 on any singular wireless phones. Now, dubs, you're going back to see your family. Yes. Because your grandpa died. Um, and you, it's actually going to give you some t- quality time with your mom. Nice. Yeah. I've been looking forward to that. Now, you you seem to have a bit of a strained relationship with your mother. No, I'm, I, I'm fine with my mom and everything. It's just, you know, you know, whenever you go back home, it's fun for, like, the first hour, and, exp- and especially in these uh, this situation where it won't even be fun for that, you know. I'm going to have to deal with the whole family, and, and they they really aren't the greatest group of people, I don't think. Your family? Now, see, you shouldn't talk. My, my mom and my immediate family are. I really get annoyed with my uncles and everything and their self-importantness. Really? Yeah. So you got to talk about your mom, right? Cause she carried you for, what, 12, 13 months? Nine. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. You weren't born a preemie? 
That explains a little bit with the mental. Oh, anyway, but you should be, you know, appreciative of yeah, your mom. Yeah, I'll be happy to see her. But, it, again, in these, this uh, situation, it won't be the most fun time. See, like, as much as I uh, crap as I give my mom, I love her. You know, she actually, yeah. you know, she you carries you, you know. But um, now let me ask you this. Would you be willing to carry your child if you could? If, if you could be a man... And let's say you and your chick decide you you guys are gonna have babies. Would you be willing to carry the baby? No, I'm. I don't. I, I just can't handle that. See, I think I would. I think I'd be willing to be pregnant. I'd feel guilty enough with my significant other carrying a baby, let alone you know. Th- that's why I don't want to have kids. One of the reasons, one of the many reasons, is I think it'd be selfish of me to push that onto a chick. See, because I saw this, that 38% of Frenchmen said that they wish they could carry babies instead of their wives. Really? I think that's brilliant. And let me tell you why. As a dude, your body is already going to be disgusting. But Frenchmen are basically women anyway. Well, no, but I think they're right on this one. Think about it. Your chick, hot body now. Mm Mm-hmm. Last thing you want to do... Is mess that up? Is mess it up. You already have childbearing hips. Yes, I do. You're shaped like a guitar... You already, oh, come on, I've lost weight, please. You have the stretch marks. I do. I do have those. And you have puffy nipples. You would be perfect to carry a baby. I'm not going to lie. I'm a larger man. You? No. Just I've a, never noticed. Just a little bit. Just a little bit overweight. What are you, 320? 217. Uh, I think it would be okay for me to uh to carry a baby. You aren't already? No, I'm not pregnant. No, never mind. Don't you feel embarrassed? Don't you hate it when you ask a woman that? <laughs> what do you do? I'm not pregnant. But you would ra- you'd want to do that. You would, uh, as a man, you would want to carry a baby I'm a instead feminine. of the. Think about that, man. You're I'm, a femme. I'm feminist. Oh, I'm a feminist, and I'm saying, why ruin your chick's body when your body guys already get old and out of shape and. Just so whatever. You, you want to do it for the selfish reason of keeping her. Yes. Absolutely. Not that you feel bad for her carrying it. No, I mean, and you I... want to protect her from the pain. Hmm. In fact, you know, I'm over working out at this RDV. Mm-hmm. There's so many pregnant chicks there working out. And it's really oddly hot. Oh, yeah. Uh, pregnant chicks are hot. I want to be one of those oddly hot pregnant dudes. I'm telling you, man, I could do that. I could carry a baby. I have always somebody to talk to. You could rub my belly when it's kicking. So, so you want to be the wife in the relationship? I don't want to be the wife. Richard, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. How you doing? What's up, man? I think it's an interesting perspective. You're talking about you'd like to be pregnant. I think you're effing gay. <laughs> I think I, you should bend over and I'll impregnate you. <laughs> bag. What's wrong with yeah. you? Dang it. What do you mean? Why would you say that? Why would you laugh when you just sat there and gay bashed? Why is that gay? I'm not saying... I'm saying if we're possible for a man to get pregnant, why wouldn't you rather do it so your chick keeps her hot body? You're not even listening to reason, you ass. Now, when you say, like, uh, so if it came down to it and you... And uh, your chick or wife or girlfriend or whoever you're with at the time uh, wants to 
have a baby, and they had some way where you could go to the doctor and have everything inserted into you, right? you would do it. Yeah. What? You're afraid of pain. Well, maybe this will toughen me up. Have you ever had a kidney stone or bladder infection or anything? No. Yeah. So, look, I'm talking about the pure selfish reason of your chick not ruining her body. Now, how, how do you think that would feel? Having being I don't, a man. I don't know where the birth no, would happen. No, just the, the whole the whole process of having something growing in your stomach. I don't know. And not just your stomach like that's happening right now. No, I'm losing it right now. Oh. Why is everyone calling a homo? What is that? That's not about me. I'm not, not, it's I, not about me and, you know, anything else or, like, me in another relationship with a dude. That's not what it is. I'm not talking. I, I didn't call you a homo. No, I but all these other people are on the instant messenger and that last guy that called. They're not understanding. you got to give them, you know, you got to... Allow them to uh, be take in take in what they've taken in the last couple of days. You're in the bathroom, me, um, men's bathroom sex, and with having a babies. Chick. With a chick. What oh, so a three-way then? Men's bathroom sex with a chick? Shot it. Whatever you're into, man. What, I'm Putin? Not... I just want to say it's a good idea just to turn the whole like pregnancy thing around back on the women who've been lording it over us all this time. Yeah. The importance, we can just throw it right back at them. We get the power. You know, that's not a bad idea. Go get me ice cream. I want pickles now. Yes. I went through pain. See, but he already does that. Oh. Damn. He yells at me like I'm his wife all the time. Get me pickles. Get me ice cream. Wrong kind of ice cream. Linda, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. I want a Chunky Monkey. I love Chunky Monkey. I know you do. What's up? Hey, Linda. Linda. Yeah, this is me. What's up? Yeah. What do you want to say? Um, I'm heading north on 95. I'm just leaving my 16-year-old. All right. Is this me? Is my mic on? Hello? Go. Talk. Hey, we, we, who, who is this? Bateman, talk. You're on the air. Is my radio on? Where is it? Hello? Yes, you're on the air, Bateman. They hung up on me. I can't believe it. Hmm. Right, what's wrong with all you people? My stepbrother just said something that I can't even read on the air. What? No. What? You idiot. He said he can't read it on the air. <laughs> How retarded are you? What? What? I just can't. Ah, look, man. I'm just saying. I think it's practical. Because Putin's right on, man. You get back the power, and your chick keeps her body. I agree in some respects, but I, again, I'm just too selfish. Too selfish to not drink for that nine months, to not smoke for that nine months. Here, here, I say. I mean, you have a, you have good points, but I know me, and I couldn't do it. I'm telling you, you're made for it. I'm built. I'm built like a baby house. I'm a baby canal. At least you'd be used to the uh, hemorrhoids from pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> Very prone to them. Yeah, actually, giving birth right there. I feel like I've already had four kids. I've named all of them. They're like hurricanes. Ah, so dirty. Is your mic still on, Chunks? No. It's not a commercial break, so no. All right, let's take a break. I'll pulse. Here's someone who agrees with me. 
Sergey the Prophet, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. How y'all tonight? Sergey the Prophet, let me ask you something before we yes, start sir. plugging your service. Uh-huh. If you had the opportunity, do you think it would be better if men were pregnant than instead of women? Uh, yes, sir. See, told <laughs> you. You two should have a baby. No. Well, how, how we can't? That's impossible. Try. So, Gary the Prophet, you think you'd be a good no dad? No harm in trying. Yes, there is. What's that? What's going on, Sir Gary? This is doing one of the programs tonight on the radio 104.1, very tiny, reformative. Hey, did you hear that J-Dubs' uh, grandpa died? I, I, no, I hadn't heard about it. Yeah, he I just... said my prayers to him and his family. Yeah. Uh, you know, do you think that uh, his grandpa went to heaven? Uh, if he's a born-again Christian, I believe he went to heaven. Uh-oh. I don't think he had to be born again. I think... He, he didn't have those wild days like you, get, Sir Gary. He's in hell. That's too bad. Most of the Baptist Church is coming Thursday night for prayer meeting at 7 o'clock to 8. Wilderton Blanchard's pastor on Miller Dillard Street, Winter Garden, the public's invited. Thank you, Sir Gary, the prophet. God bless you. Have a good evening. Enjoy your program. Thank you, buddy. He wasn't even listening. Yeah, he was. We were on in the background. Or maybe that was Oprah. Hello? Sounds the same. Same nurturing information. That's who he thinks he's calling and saying, hey, great show to you, Oprah. Very, he thinks he's calling the O'Reilly factor. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, J-Dubs. Enough about you and your sadness. I want to have a baby. It's the Hideout Row Radio, what a 4.1. You don't know when to quit, do you? Wow. Is it okay to punch him now? Not is it yet. okay? No, nah, this is kind of funny. No, it's not. What's it? It's just dead and bloated by a different song. Why? Man in the box? I don't know. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Row Radio 104.1, half and dubs, 407-916-1041. I'm not laughing. All right, me either. 888-978-1041 is star 1041 on your single wireless phones. Deuce Childerone has shown back up here in the hideout. Good to see him again. How's it going? Um... Well, not so great, actually. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, Dub's grandfather died. Sorry to hear about that. Why are you smiling, man? Because he's not Jewish? Do you you enjoy it when non-Jewish people die? This doesn't give you carte blanche to be (laughs) racist. I'm not. First you did the black thing, and now you're doing the Jewish thing. What black thing? Earlier with the feet and the dancing. Oh, now you're being racist. That's what you said. There's no shucking and jiving going on in here, man. And now you're giving me crap because I said I agree with the French. 38% French dude said that they'd be willing to carry their carry babies instead of their wives. What the hell was that? I guess that was his French accent. Now, I mean, uh, it's great that you'd want to take that burden off your wife or whoever. Yeah, whenever I do decide I'm going to have a, uh, a chick... And then oh. maybe possibly a baby. If the technology is there, I'll do it. Would you switch more roles? Would you like, you know, like start shaving your armpits and legs? Um, no. Why not? You're willing to have a baby. You're willing to uh, take that responsibility on. Why don't you just change completely over? Why don't you start wearing a dress? Yeah, actually, I've done that before. Marilyn Manson concert. I was in college. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I think I was there. I think I was chubby chasing you. You were in Lubbock in 97? Yeah. Odd weekend. Yeah, I'm sure. Look, just because I said I'd be willing to carry a baby, plus I'm saying that now because I know it's not physically possible. But even I think if it was, I would. Well, when you have a baby, you have to make sure you're nice and clean. Why don't you start using some feminine wash? There's no need to. And I'm clean enough as it is, thank you. 
Oh, you're not that clean. Oh, by the way, so I'm at the gym working out today, mm-hmm. and I'm on the elliptical, and I guess I didn't clean up well enough. So I'm 10 minutes in, 45 in my 45-minute cardio session. I had to jump off and make go back to the restroom. Ah, come on! Because I felt very unclean. Ugh. And then I cleaned up and I finished. Why don't you just give yourself a wedgie? I didn't want to, because the way it's set up there at RDV is that there are a lot of people, like, they're behind you and they can see you. Do you think... I don't. Do you think they could, they could tell? Yeah, because I was like, you know, like, whenever I was going on the... I was, like, spreading my, you know... Yeah. Well, but just by your looks, not by any kind of scent. You don't think they could tell by that? No, no, no. Okay. Oh, no, smell what? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, I'm fine. I don't stink. I just don't maybe, clean up well. Maybe you need to use some hot feminine wash. No, I'm fine. A-OK. Just do it. No. Maybe that's, uh, maybe do a hot sauce feminine wash with uh, Chunks tonight. As punishment for his bumper music? Yeah. And he keeps on going, so I'm going to keep on thinking of more sadistic things if he keeps on doing it. Somebody on the uh, instant messenger wants to know if you were pregnant with septuplets, would that make you a seven-layer burrito? <laughs> I'm merely passing on the joke. From who, Matt? No, I closed the window. I'm sorry. Whoever didn't get credit for it. So, uh, you want to have a baby? Why don't you uh, just start having sex with men, too? Take that burden off. No, it, it doesn't mean anything. Or at least, so you know where she's coming from. No. Why don't you uh, allow her to wear one of those those no, aids? No. I'm just saying to take the, you know, the. I'm telling. I'm sure there's some chicks out there who are listening that are grateful, saying finally a man who admits that he would he would be willing to be pregnant. I guarantee there's not one. There's not one chick who says thank you, Hefe. No. And if there was. I'm sure since you want uh, to, you know, start playing the girl role, you'll, you know, get her number, call her up, go out in no, your, in your black party it... pants, you know, find some men folk to dance around with. That's not what it's about. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Why don't you, uh, since you want to start doing the womanly thing, why don't you uh, start sporting the landing strip? Honestly, because it's, uh, it's, it's. Goes from down there all the way up to my neck. Well, and then you just tape your big long goatee down, and <laughs> it's going all the way up to your lip. That's right. so sad, but it's so true. Man, what if I did? Because I'm growing out like all the kind of new facial hair. I just love experimenting with it. But what if I did that with like my body? You should. I, I would love it if you just started, you know, shaving crazy stuff into your back and chest. You know what? If like I, I love dudes. If I get into good enough shape, I'm gonna do it. I think I'm going to. No, not I love dudes. Now they got both of us saying it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm asexual. Oh, uh, thank goodness he at least has that. I don't think he's isolating anything. He's falling asleep at the wheel. That's horrible. You guys get great drops. Meanwhile, he has me. I'm asexual. Uh, Maddox, Maddox, you're in the hideout, Roll Radio. Hey, brother, you want to get pregnant, dude? Get on a baby, brother. 
I, I mean, I said that I would be willing to... Dude, I say we do an experiment, brother. What? Why don't we hang out this weekend, get a little boozed up. We won't even need a turkey baster, dude. All we'll need is A and A. All right. <laughs> All right. I don't even know what that was. I think he was going to spell animal. I think he, he might be gay. Uh, he sounded manly. Hmm. Very butchy. Linda, you're in the hideout. Sounds like up? a lumberjack. Hey, um, I just want to say to Hefe, it's really sweet that you want to carry a baby. That's great. But women aren't thankful for that because you'll probably be a typical man and bitch about it the whole time. I, oh, come what? on. I like, like the girls don't yeah, bitch about like it. Yeah, like the women aren't bitching about that. Come on, Linda. Hey, look, I'm just saying, women are naturally supposed to. Wah, wah. They don't have to naturally do anything but sit on their ass. All right. Beat it. I'm trying to be nice to you ladies. Saying that I would be, and I'm, I'm sure it's hard work, impregnating you. That mouth going the All whole time. All right, you in my know. ear. Quit bitching. I guarantee it. She wouldn't be pregnant if she wasn't flapping another mouth. Oh God, no more. I don't even know what that meant. I have no idea either. Think about it. No, I don't want. <laughs> I, to. I refuse to think about it. I think I'll get dumber if I do. Anything that you say. All right, let's take a break. Did you have something Putin you wanted to add in on? That was the, the the caller who called in, that lady, Linda. That was the power I want back, right there. That is true. That's the power. Because they're able to uh, rub it in our faces. They took it. I want it back. Shut it already. Maybe, we'll, maybe we'll stop letting them rub it in our faces. Then we'll get the power back. The power, you mean. Yes. Um, <laughs> Some people call it that. If you want... Douche chill, you're awfully quiet over there. We're talking about something that you uh, don't know anything about. Sex. It was all in my... It was all in my... Stop. I'm just a little confused here. Why? How is it you're going to have this baby? I'm, well, I missed that. if it were possible, because there's a study that said the French dudes, 38% of them said they'd be willing to do uh, to do this for their for their ladies. And where's the baby going to come out of? Uh, we haven't even talked about that. We're I'm sure about... it'd have to be cut out. Yeah, we're talking about the science. Don't get all wrapped up in the science. And I'm sure a cesarean is possible. What's uh, what's that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Junior? Yeah. Oh yeah, Junior. And then I'll run for governor. Me be go better off. Governor of Florida. <laughs> I think it worked out just fine, actually. Arriba, arriba, andale, andale, I that is that is not my commercial spot for me running for governor. That's Mo. not either. Come on. What are you just, you're just playing things now. What the hell? Come on. I forbid you. Stop. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Your oh. new queer friend, Chunks. Hey. Yogi, you're in the hideout. What's up, Yogi? Hey, how you doing, y'all? I just wanted to give a call about that pregnancy thing. And I also... Oh, sorry. What happened? I don't know. Got cut off? You got to get disconnected. Bad phone. All right, we have a bit of controversy in the hideout tonight. Mm -hmm. Something going on in the back room. That needs to be brought to our attention. We were informed during the commercial break, and, um, and we're going to talk about it next. And guess who's involved? All of them. From what I understand, there's a little ringleader. Really? It's Putin. It's your new queer friend, Chunks. 
quick break and we'll come back to Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1. It's Al-Hefe and J-Dubs, 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phones. Travis, you're in the Hideout on World Radio. What's up, Travis? Hefe, Dubs, how's it going? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, listen, I have a, uh, a very strange uh, occurrence here. I am standing on uh, the Port Orange Pier here in, in Port Orange, Florida, over here on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the bathroom taking a leak, and I look up at the wall. The first thing I notice is the monster's M on the wall. Oh, that's And cool. then above it, it says, you're going to love this one, Jimmy D sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're, the, I don't know if you got a pen, but write in and wear sunglasses at night. Oh, I would love to do that. I have a Sharpie in the truck as we speak. <laughs> do that and take a picture and send it to us. I, I will do just that. All right, thanks, buddy. We'll get you a prize if you get that to us. Thank you, All man. Right. Thanks. Loving it. Thank you for giving us a call, giving <laughs> us an update of the local bathrooms. Oh, I should have told you I wrote down a phone number. 703. All right. <laughs> BJ provider's phone number? I can't say that. What's wrong with you? Say it before. Dude. I guess we did, huh? I keep forgetting <laughs> that we're in uh, Florida, yeah. uh, D.C. Um, Deuce Childerone is here. How's it going? Our friend. He's back for another consecutive, for a second night in a row. All right, Hooch, I need you to come in the Hooch. studio. Hooch, get in the studio, please. Hooch. I need you to be in this room with us. There's a little controversy right now going on. Between who? Well, we'll... It was brought to our attention this afternoon. And by this afternoon, I mean about 20 minutes ago. Hooch, come on in. Have a seat. Have a seat there. All right, Tommy. What happened? Well, it was brought to my attention that... um some people in the back are being rude to other people. All right, who's being rude to who? Um, Chunks and what's his face? Putin? Putin? Yeah. Are being mean to? Uh, Hooch. Hooch! Is this true? I'm not going to be mad at you, Hooch. I'm not no, mad at you. Actually, we're, we're calling this uh, on the air because... This is the best way to end it. Who's been mean and what has happened? I brought it to Tommy's attention because he's R- supposed to be because right he's supposed to be my boss. That it's an unpleasant four hours in the back room. It's not a good environment back there. Really? What are they doing? <laughs> I hate him for this. Um. We're a family. We're here. We're on the mm-hmm. radio. We share four hours a night with each other. It's, it's just, a family meeting right now. Just there was problems saying that like I'm bad at the phones, and that like I didn't. I don't personally think I have a problem with the phones. You know, I took me a while to get used to it. Like you know, like the first week I was here, whatever things got better, and then like I'll have to say just, you have gotten better. At the, you weren't great at first. Putin seemed to catch on early, faster, but you have gotten better. The other I've noticed the last few times, and you've taken over. Everything's been okay. Um. Just that, like, 
So they say this to you, that well, you're bad at the phones? That's Well, it's not really how it happened. It just was like the other day I asked to do phones first because it was Friday. And, like, continuously on Fridays, uh, Putin is at the phones during the first hour. And then, like, that means he gets to have fun during the second two hours, you know. like And I just prefer to switch on and off. And when I asked, he was kind of like, let me ask Chunks to make sure that's okay. Because apparently maybe we get more calls during the first two hours. And that since he's better at the phones than me, like... That's just kind of how it came off. Um, I don't know if that's what he meant by it. And it just kind of like, you know, they're buddy-buddy and, and I'm heard, the girl. <laughs> like, I heard, and this is just through the grapevine. I don't know if this is true. I heard they were telling you to shut up. Yeah, Chunks tells me to shut up when uh, when uh, now, I pick songs. <laughs> now, that's whoa, whoa, not whoa, whoa, good. Whoa, whoa. Uh, for, first of all, he tells, you sh- he tells you to shut up when you pick songs? Yes, for bumper music. I'm not allowed. To, I'm not even allowed to. Even, before I even suggested, he tells me to shut it. Come on, and we've heard the music he picks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe you should be pump, uh, picking the bumper music. Whatever. She was here like three doors down or Matchbox Twenty. I've never picked either of those. Actually, some one of the bands she actually asked me to put in was actually pretty good. It was well, like a Trey You or something like that. It was actually pretty good. It was actually upbeat for a change. Trey You sucks. Hefe agrees with me. Yeah, I'm not a real big fan of a Trey but at least it's know. upbeat. Yeah. It's not bad to come back from break two. Okay. Um, first of all, our apologies. Yeah. It should not. We be... don't want to create a hostile work environment for anybody. But if these things come out here in this family, we have to bring it to each other's attention. Yeah. The worst thing is to let it go unsaid. Okay. So even though you may be mad at Tommy right now for bringing this to our attention, this is it's going to stop now. Yeah. Chunks? Yeah. You're supposed to be a manager back there. Hmm. Treat people with the re- kind of respect you'd want to be treated with back. Yeah, yell that all the time. Shut it. Yeah. Shut up. Because you're a retard. I got yell it all the time when I intern for for you guys. And you still do. I expect to be yelled at. Like I expect, like as an intern, that I'm going to get the slack. I just I don't take being talked down to. Like, on a personal level, like, when we're just sitting there and it's like, you know, I don't appreciate that. I don't say anything at all. Exactly. He doesn't even take the time to talk to me. What like am I, we, we want to have a conversation. We're supposed to be listening to the show here. We can't be having a conversation right, about stuff during the show. What's your side of what's going on back there, Chunks? Pretty much, I'm just trying to do my thing. You know, if I have something to teach them, I'll teach them. You're like, today, like the log. You're constantly teaching them. What am I constantly teaching? You're supposed to be. Oh. I think she should be sitting on his lap and learning how to operate the board. No, that's sexual that's harassment. That's sexual harassment. But I do Ass. think she should be uh, learning how to use the board. Maybe that's something that she could be doing. That's something that she wanted to do. Instead of you yelling at her to shut up. Have you shown her how everything works over there? Not yet. I'm showing him how to do the log on the computer right now. Does he know how things work over there? I'm not even sure. Yeah. And so now you got a new running buddy over there in Putin, huh? New friend? I don't have just any be, idea what just you're because You guys about. team up on people? Just because you two look belly buttons? I don't no. say anything. All I do Each is... Each other's? I love to be evil. I think I know why Chunks likes Putin so much. Hmm. It all goes back to that time dude. when uh, Putin told Chunks... When, he, when Putin told Bateman that Chunks was his boss, not him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and Bateman came and totally yelled at him like full-fledged voice, like hollered at him. I know what's going on right now. We have like a mother-father thing going with uh, Bateman and Chunks, you know. If 
mom doesn't like it. You know, if uh, I don't like what mom says, I'm going to go tell dad, you know, and that kind of stuff. And Chunks is not helping it out at all. He's kind of being the bad dad. Wouldn't he be the mom? I would think Bateman's the dad. Uh, Whatever he's doing, he's neglecting the children back there. I was showing her how to use Pro Tools today and do the daily promo. I was going to have Putin come back, but the past two days I haven't been able to find him when I've been back there. I heard he's hanging out with Chunks. Actually, I heard he was downstairs writing in a journal or something yesterday. Well, we got a break? Yes. You just want this segment to end so you don't get yelled at anymore. Oh, I just want to be on time with commercials. I'm Chunks, I'm a homo! You are. (laughs) I didn't even remember saying that. All right, let's take a break. Doesn't even sound like you. I think it is him. Hmm. Play it again. I'm Chunks, I'm a homo! Yeah, it's Trunks. Yeah, that is. I will take (laughs) We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Let's see if we can come up with some sort of a resolution. Mm-hmm. Now, Hooch, I see you're having problems looking at us. You okay? Uh, I'm a little upset. Upset about what? Uh, that this is that this is happening on air. I'm a little upset by it. Everything happens on air. Anything that happens here yeah. happens on air. That's rule number one about radio. Everything happens on air. Nothing's left for off there. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Because trust me, their punishment will happen on air. Come mm-hmm. on! I don't say anything to her at all! That's There's the problem. problem! What am I supposed to say? You want to have a conversation? Yes! Great, how was your teach. day today? How was teach. work? Fantastic! Hey, a-hole, teacher! Come here, look over my shoulder, watch as I push this button. Huh? Dude, I used to try and teach her, she looks so uninterested, so why am I going to push? If you got no drive, why should I push you? Oh, uh, hold on, that's an awful statement. We'll take a break, we'll come back. We gotta work out some issues here in the hideout. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Coming to a radio near you. Alcohol from the devil. Hideout Productions presents. But I'm really a horny kind of drunk. El Trunque, Episode Three: Revenge of the Fifth. Um, I don't remember. Witness the darkest installment yet. My body hates me. And I apologize to my body now, it is a temple. As El Drunke continues his downward spiral to the dark side. Never ever again am I drinking. El Drunke, Episode 3, Revenge of the Fifth. Not at all, I'm, uh, I'm ready to drive. Broadcasting in brilliant HOMO sound. You got it left, come on, baby, throw it up, baby, throw it up. El Drunke, Episode 3, Revenge of the Fifth. Say one more time, because maybe it'll make the call. Irish car bomb. Here we go. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. Uh, star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Um, some internal disputes here in the hideout right now. As we're here, we're a family. Um, Families fight every once in a while. That happens. And we're in the middle of a dispute right now between the children. Hooch has brought it to uh, Bateman's attention. That she's being mistreated back in Chunks' control room by Chunks and Putin. And um, she didn't want Bateman to say anything, but he told us. He did the right thing. And we're here, and we're going to try to solve this. Kathy, the hideout then, mother. You're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, now kids. (laughs) What's going on? Kids, I was planning on coming up tomorrow night, not tonight to settle things. What is the problem? 
Apparently, um, Chunks is telling people to shut up and... Kind of neglecting his duties back there of uh, teaching the interns how now, to do... when I sat in there, when I sat in there, mm-hmm. I never heard Chunks say shut up to anybody. Now, I'm not saying she's lying because I'm not there every night. Um, but he does, he does tend to ignore her, but he, he ignores... Um, Putin too. He doesn't really talk to either one of them too much. Well, I mean, that's not that still doesn't make it right. Well, that's not that's that's probably true. But has he had this kind of authority before, where he's expected to train people? No, you know, and actually, that maybe that's our fault for putting him in charge uh, of the interns because the pecking order is uh, interns, chunks, Bateman, then me and Dobbs. Yeah. I mean, that's the pecking order here in the hideout. Mm -hmm. Right. And Have you guys given him a little too much authority too fast? Well, we have to expect that our producer would be able to control and handle the interns and the children. I don't know, Den Mother. We'll have to figure this out. What do you think, uh, Deuce Calderon? I think I think Chunks has got to step it up and just teach her. Part of your job as the producer right now, when she's in there, if she's not on the phone, she should be right behind you watching how to run the board. And to tell if she has bumper music, she would like to suggest that's the point. Now, if she says, hey, let's play Dead and Bloated because Dubs' grandpa died, it's at that point you say, no, that's awful. But you never say, shut up. I don't. I say, shut it. That's not right. That's not the way you talk to them. You're a father figure with boobs. (laughs) You're a flabby figure. And you're here to teach them. What if, what if you don't want to learn? How am I supposed to teach you if it appears that you don't want to be there? If you're talking on your cell phone. Obviously she wants to be here because she's coming. Hey, she's coming in here every night for free. Obviously, obviously she wants to learn. What about that? I, um. Do you want to learn? Absolutely. I thought that I was making it crystal clear that I wanted to learn. Uh, one day when Putin and I were in the production booth, with chunks, he like like we were like looking over his shoulder and stuff. He did not say one thing to us like, "Oh, you do this, oh, you do that." Until you walked in, and he was like, "Well, you drag this to here, and you do this with that." And dude, whatever, that's a blatant lie. <laughs> dude, that's a blatant lie. What are you doing? What? You're lying. What the hell's the matter with you? Why right. are you lying like this? All right, so the two of you or the three of you are sitting in a production room. No, this is ridiculous. Putin will tell you. And Trunks? I'm not going to listen to your buddy over there. Dude, this is ridiculous. You guys ridiculous. ganged up on her once. Dude, I didn't gang up on him. I don't even know where any of this is coming from. Putin, is this true? Is her statement true or is it false? Um, It's not entirely true and it's not entirely false either. Who are you, Bill Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I As wish. you can tell. That's the worst answer I've ever heard. Yeah, that's really awful. I right, explain then. What's it's your? It's not a bad answer, but it's not a good one either. Yeah, when, you, when you walked into the room, he stepped up what he was saying and kind of made it a little more uh, educational. When you weren't there, it wasn't that he was saying nothing. That's a great exaggeration. He was just saying little things like, "I'm just going to click on this and put it here," <laughs> and then you might as well be like saying that. nothing. No, he was only saying what you needed to know. I learned from it. What, are you now saying you're smarter than her? Sure. And I love to be mean. Wow. What are you even talking about? All right, somebody is telling me, too, and I don't know who this is. He treated me badly, too. Who is this? Um, certain hot girl that he played basketball against. Whatever. 
Oh, she's doing okay, and talk to her in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Tell her to come up sometime. Denise. I try to. Denise the just got back on Sunday. Okay. Denise the Peace. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Is there another issue that you wanted to bring up? Because you say you want to learn, right? Absolutely. Now, what about being on the phone on IM? Is that happening or not? Um. I mean, is it happening? Yeah. I mean, mm. I, I think I'm doing perfectly fine on the phones. I haven't heard No, no, no. Your yet. cell phone and IM. Talking on the cell phone. Like when you get a call or something like that, as opposed to listening to the show. I had family problems the other night, and I think... I, I hear you call up your friends all the time. I am more than understanding that there's family problems, but I hear you call up your friends. What are you doing later on? What are you doing? And you know what? I'm not going to push you. If you want to do that, that's fine. You know what I mean? You can coast through, but if you want to learn, and it looks like you want to learn, then I'll be more than willing to show you what to do. Yes, douche chilled the wrong. Now, are we to believe that Chunks is able to produce... And listen to the show as well as listen to her conversation. Yeah, it seems like you're uh, doing a lot of things at the same time, Chunks. You don't seem like a multitasker to me. All right, here's what I want to do. I want to take a break, and I want to come back, and I want everyone to reestablish their arguments. What's your problems, Pooch? What's your problem, Chunks? What's your problems, Putin? And what's your frequency, Kenneth? I want all those answers. Next. Because we got to get to the bottom of this. Because right now it's, it, now it's in the game of he said, she said. And we're all on the same team. Can I be a uh, juror? I don't think I can say that word. Yeah, because you're neither a he or a she? <laughs> what? Okay. I'm the asexual. I know. That's already been answered. I'm asexual. You just said it. That was a different accent, though. It's the Hideout World Radio 104.1. I think we solved this the mosh pit. Draw a circle. Last one standing. All right, welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. We're going to wrap it up right now. Some infighting going on, specifically back in the Chunks control room. Uh, I'm going to allow everyone to voice their uh, displeasures one more time. Get it out in the open. Yeah, Don't hold anything back. Hooch, our intern, said something to Bateman. Bateman brought it to our attention. We were going to talk about it on the air. Hooch, you got one minute. The floor is yours. What's the problem? I feel as Chunks thinks that I'm not interested in learning when I tried, and he kind of just passed it off. And then it made me feel like he was uninterested in teaching me. Like, who wants to be taught by someone who just kind of shrugs you off? Uh, I feel as if, not necessarily words that Putin says, but just actions and his mannerisms, that he talks down to me. And I don't think anybody needs to be talked down to. It's unprofessional. It's not nice. And it uh, makes people feel inferior, and it makes you not want to work with them. It's unpleasant. And the way that Chunks tells me to shut it. Okay. I'm writing all this down. Good. Someone has to. So Chunks thinks you're uninterested. Chunks tells you to shut it when you try to offer your opinion. And Putin talks down to you as if he is your superior. Would we like to address this now, Doves? Individually? No, I want to get all of them, and then we'll go back through. Uh, So keep the copy points, and then we'll... All right, Chunks, let me hear your three biggest issues... I guess, and also with Putin, too. I haven't heard you say anything negative about Putin. Hmm. I don't know if you maybe want to bring this up in the air now, too. Um, Chunks, it is now uh, 
Actually, we'll go to Putin. Yeah. Putin is your floor. All right. Um, First of all, I'm the best call screener. Yes. Yes, I am. Thank you, Jerome. Um, I don't think I really have a problem with anyone except for this small thing here, which is slightly a problem, you know, snitches and all. But uh, Are you just called her a snitch? Yeah. It's not a snitching thing, man. It is, man. She's she didn't... bringing stuff to our attention. Snitching is like when you're a little kid. If she talked to us first, I'd sister, understand. But when you're working somewhere, you're not a snitch. This is professional. This is my opportunity as far as to learn. How I like talk talking on your there. cell phone is professional. Hold on, hey. Chunks. You're gonna get your time. No one's talking to you right now, Chunks. Go ahead, Putin. As far as talking down to her, um, I don't understand how if I don't do it with words, I do it with actions. I don't get that. I didn't mean to. Sorry if I did. Did you realize... You, oh, all right. Go ahead. Um, Chunks, he could probably do a better job educating. I mean, there's there's times where his explanations are kind of lacking, but, you know, he tells Pro Tools to shut it. It's a complete joke. And if she misunderstands that, then she has she has to realize that everything he says back here is a, is virtually a joke. His weather man reports himself are a joke. is virtually a joke. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. That's tough to argue with. So you're basically saying that Hooch needs a thicker skin. She, she doesn't need a thicker skin. She just needs to understand that when someone says, shut it, in a goofy voice, it's a joke. Okay. Thicker skin. It's not. I think that's what you're saying. All right. Chunks? Yeah. Would you like to now uh, retort? Of course you would. I'm a little pissed. I don't... I'm just very, very angry. All right, we're on the radio, so why don't you voice your frustrations? I got big boobs. Yeah, no, that's not it. All right, hold on. Don't, don't let him be serious here. <laughs> if he when, has issues. When you talk on your cell phone or when you try and teach and it doesn't seem like there's any interest or when you're on the why, IM. You keep saying that she's uninterested. Why are you saying that she's uninterested? I don't know. You're talking on your cell phone while, I don't know, you're supposed to be listening to you guys talk. Maybe that would be something you'd think would be part of the job. Maybe, I don't know, going on the IM, she used to go on the computer a lot. And another thing is I had to yell at her twice for bringing food continuously back here. All, right, all of you guys have been guilty of that. And it was once. No, I told you about the pizza last week, and then you got caught with a burrito the week after that, and I had to get yelled at That was in my for bag. It. it wasn't like I no, was eating no, it. No, no, no. She said she saw you eating it. I'm not, I don't know what's going on, what's whatever. The engineer came and yelled at me for it after I told you. And that's the thing. Like, I try and tell you things nicely, and it doesn't seem to have, like, a good response. Like, when you tell me, I'll play this music, and I'm like, no, that's cool. Just play it. Then, you know, if you keep doing that and doing that, eventually I'm going to have to get more forceful. Because I don't really like to be bothered when I'm doing that, because I forget to play music a lot of times, <laughs> and I like to get it taken care of as soon as possible. So you can't, you can't uh, throw the shiny object in front of, front of the retard. That's what you're saying. Pretty much. Do we need to move Bateman? I, I think that on might. the talk and roll controls. But then, what purpose does Chunk serve? None. Do, do you go back to the days in DC where you're just handling IMs? Dude, I'm trying to teach. I taught Putin today. You know what I mean? I was in the prod room teaching today. All right, I will allow one retort from Hooch. You <laughs> raised your hand and you wanted to say you wanted a retort. Yeah, I just wanted him to tell tell him that uh, when he calls his mom on the break again, tell her I said hi. Oh, so now you're making personal Oh, calls. yeah, because I'm trying to get a very good friend of ours over here uh, on uh, next Sunday. 
That's why I called her. But yeah, keep keep nosing in. That's why. Oh boy. Yeah. A good friend of ours would like to come down and visit us. A good friend who I know you guys would love to replace me, but I'm trying to get him down here. That's why I made that call. But thank you. That's a good observation. Good job trying to wrap me out. Thank you for that. All right, Dubs. Here's what I have written down. Okay. Here's the point. Now, wait. I, does Bateman have any beefs yeah. right now? Bateman, you're kind of isolated in that room. No, that's great. <laughs> I just wish he would wash his hands before he sticks his hand in my cereal. Yeah, we'll work on that as well. Other than that, no, I'm fine. All right, Dubs, here's what I have. Hooch um, believes that Chunks is in the uninterested in, uh, or thinks that Chunks believes that she's uninterested. Uninterested in learning when she's paying money to take a class to intern here. Mm-hmm. Putin talking down to her and Chunks saying to shut it. Um, for Putin, he's mad that she's being a snitch and thinks that she needs to get a thicker skin. Okay. Chunks seems very adamant in the fact that she's very distracted while in the control room, either by her cell phone or the Insta Messenger. Don't you remember when she brought porn in here on her computer? Yeah. Are we talking right now or are you? And there's nothing wrong with that. We were doing a log on my computer. That's yeah. That's that, not... She didn't bring it in to look at porn. In fact, you you guys if, went through her stuff and found the porn. Actually, it was Putin who went through her stuff to find the porn. Yes, Putin. Uh, she brought her computer in to do the log with enough battery for about forty-five minutes, and she opened the folder with the porn in it. Because it was on the it was on the desktop, and I figured that if you I showed it, it to him, wanted the attention. All it right. would be a lot easier than if he found it. So it's professional. Open up porn where you work. All right, open it up. Here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna make my ruling. Okay. I want you to. I want us to go confer. Great. This means pain for me. I'm a juror. Fantastic. You already have it coming. We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back, and we will reveal what we are seeing. <sighs> yes, douche tail. Since you get to be the judge, I've changed my mind. I want to be the clerk of the court. You want to read it off? Yeah, I want to announce everything, and this court is now in session. Well, I'm not going to scribble down. Can I be uh, Doug Llewellyn and interview everyone afterwards? Yes, you can. In fact, yes. I'd like to. I, in fact, every party when I am done goes into Bateman's basement, and, and he he'll ask a few questions of you about our ruling. Okay, we'll take a break and we'll come back because I actually believe it or not, I'm a great multitasker. And I see what's going on. Me too. I see what's happening. It's obvious. It's painfully obvious. And we'll solve these issues of the hideout next. With you, our listeners, as the audience. Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. About the last half or hour or so, Mm -hmm. uh, we've been talking about an internal issue here where uh, intern Hooch Hooch. brought it to uh, producer Tommy Bateman's attention that she feels like she's being mistreated back in the control room, Chunks' control room. 
where he manages the talk and roll controls, where she's in charge of uh, some things, where her where phones get answered, her and Putin. And the arguments that have been laid out, Dubs, mm-hmm. by Hooch, are that she believes that Chunks falsely believes uh, that she's uninterested in uh, the internship and learning. She's upset with Putin talking down to her and also upset with Chunks um, telling her to shut it. Yes. Can I just say I accept Putin's apology because it was obviously just a miscommunication. Things like that happen, and he did apologize, and it was very nice of him. Putin says that she's a snitch (laughs) and that she needs a thicker skin. Chunks... Uh, is angry that she's constantly on the cell phone and instant messenger um, and feels that nothing is really soaking in as he tries to teach her. Dubs, have you uh, have you made a ruling? There's a few things I want to comment on. Feel free, my friend. The whole snitching thing, I don't believe it was a snitching thing at all. For one thing, it was it's good for the show. I mean, this kind of thing is great. And you have to see that, you know, when you bring these kinds of things up, it's good for all of us. It's good to get it out in the open. It's good for the air. So that's one thing. And another thing is, I don't think, uh, I think uh, Chunks might have bit off more than he can chew right now. I don't know if he can handle managing people or leading them in any way. What do you think his biggest problem is with that? I just don't think he knows how to teach. You know, I don't think he, I don't think he knows that, you know, you talk to some people one way and you talk to another person another way because you have to read on, alright, per, this person needs to, uh, be talked to like this while the other person can be talked to completely differently. And the same point can get across, but you'll, you know, make everybody happy. I have to agree with Dubs. The reason I agree with Dubs is that we have dealt with many idiot asswipe interns mm-hmm. in our time. Uh, and everybody has a different personality. And the way and the reason, for whatever reason, it seems that Putin maybe catches on. Maybe he's better at speaking chunks uh, than Hooch is. For you, Chunks, your problem as a manager, as a producer, as someone in life, is that you're not a good communicator. And you have to be a good communicator. You have to be able to relate things in a manner in which is positive and informative. What are you yelling? What are you yelling back there? It's freaking ridiculous. You tell someone not to bring in food one day, that's pretty much consistent. And then they bring it in again, what more do you want me to do? We aren't talking about that You want me to speak it in Spanish? No, we're t- telling you to teach her. Explain. Teach her what? You want me to actually... You explain to her why you can't have food in here. Because you Don't can't. Don't do it. No, it's not because you can't. You can't do it. Well, be- Of course you can't, but there's reasons why. Because the engineers say so. No, and see, that's your problem. It's like a child, and you tell a child, no, you can't. Why? Because. Children don't respond to that. You have to explain. People don't respond to that. You can't, you have to explain. Why can't I do that? If you spill food on this $1,000, multi-thousand dollar board, 
not only will you lose your internship, I could lose my job. If you have to, take a bite or drink anything, go in the hall. That's how you explain it. And because of that reason, none of you guys can have food or anything to drink. Keep it in the hall. All right? So we'll explain that now to everybody. That goes for all of us. Secondly, Putin and Hooch. Nobody as an intern is ever to talk down to anybody else. Okay? Interns are bottom of the totem pole. One day you guys will be in these seats and be able to yell at people. But especially Putin, it is not your place to talk down to Hooch because you are equals. Okay? I find for the plaintiff, Hooch. This is ridiculous, man. Like, we didn't see that one coming. Now well, I'm going to take my because... shirt off and do something crazy. No. Yeah. You're going to shoot me? Stick me in the head? It's ridiculous. I'm going to kick you in the mouth. Dude, I didn't do it. shut you up. You're obviously making a coworker feel uncomfortable. Dude, I don't say anything. That's exactly. Problem. I've tried. You know what I mean? Keep trying. You want me to keep trying? Show some interest. Don't talk to your cell phone then. All right, how about we do this? How about we come with a compromise? Cell phones? I don't want to institute a cell phone ban. But if a cell phone rings by the interns, you were to ask Chunks if you can answer. Or you were to let it to go voicemail and at the commercial break take the take the message. No interns on IM. If that seems to be such a problem. Because here's the thing, you're here to learn. Everybody's here to learn. Chunks, you're here to learn. You're yes. here to learn how to manage people. Yes, definitely. I'm very open to learning. Then learn how to communicate with Hooch. Talk to her. Quit being such a shut-in. Be a friend. Be a mentor. Because you, you try a few times. You try to teach her, and she doesn't pick up on your style of teaching, if you have a style at all. And you you completely shut her out after that. All right, you know what? No, not completely. I've given many a chances before. It just doesn't seem like she's interested. So what what am I, more am I supposed to do? Like, I'll try. Today when I asked her, hey, come see the log, she sits way behind. I don't even know if she saw well, me. Well, because he took her to it. the toilet. <laughs> All right. Stop making me laugh. This is not the time to, to be laughing. Now. Here's the thing. Obviously, it's not going to work. Bragger. We're going to have to reassign you, Hooch. Mm-hmm. You are now officially Bateman's intern. Bateman will handle you. Bateman will treat you. Bateman will teach, and uh, you know you'll you'll do stuff that Bateman needs. You'll if he needs to uh, have a bit or something done, you'll go get his music for it or whatever. I didn't want it to have to come to this, but obviously Chunks isn't prepared enough as a uh, producer or a man or a human being. You were to switch off phones equally. All right, phones are equal. One day somebody gets the first half, the other day somebody gets the second half. Hey, stop on you. I am halfway. I can't handle it. Ask Chunks if you can answer that. Hmm. Say I am, and I don't have to ask anybody anything. 
Ask me. Please. I'm the boss of you. <laughs> and actually, that's our ruling. Hooch is the boss of chumps. For one night. Are you kidding me? That's the problem to begin with. Maybe she you can told teach them they don't need things. to respect me as soon as they walked in, they don't listen to me off air. That's the whole problem. Well, maybe you'll listen to her now. It's ridiculous. No, I'm going to treat her the same way she treats me. So you think the problem is they don't respect you? No, not, you know, it's, no. They don't respect you, unfrozen caveman producer? Yeah, exactly. When I'm toting around a bra and panties. When I've told them. I've told her things before and she said, no, I'm not doing it. Like what? Dude, like, I told her something on the phone. I was like, hey, can you get me this? No, I don't have to. No. You know what I mean? She's no. She's shaking her head no. She's never said that before. Just like everything I've else. i told him no. Ever. And, and she's not a snitch. She snitched me out talking to my mom. How's that not snitching? Talking to my mom, trying to get a good friend of ours down here, you by the way. On me. I didn't snitch on you. I didn't say anything. You're I'm trying to teach. Seriously, he's on Instant Messenger every night. Come on. <laughs> yeah, what am I doing? Yeah, I am on Instant Messenger. You know why? Because I'm above you. I'm allowed to do that. I'm Hold telling on. him stuff and sending him articles. Calm down, Nixbell99. <sighs> That's my I am, guys. Everybody, load it up. Let's just not keep it subtle anymore. Nixbell99. Nix, Patrick Ewan. Yeah, never won a championship. Whoop-de-doo. It's fine with me. Playing basketball, it's the Knicks. The Trump's pretty well. Spoke to coach, but not when he was on Knicks ball, and definitely not 99. No, not that at all. I don't think anyone knew what he was talking about until that. <clears throat> all right, we're going to have to have a show meeting. Yeah. Because obviously we can't resolve all this on the air. Can we take a break and come back and do a little comedy? Yeah. Or does it need to be more about the support staff? And the support staff is fighting. Are you in over your head, Chunks? No, not at all. I'm doing fine with one intern right now, and I've tried because you methods. can because you can he can speak Chunks and what, she can't. What What are you supposed to do if somebody doesn't want to? All right, you've already said that a trillion times. And obviously, she wants to because she's here. Now, Chunks. Chunks, do you think she just doesn't want to learn? Is that the problem here? Because you haven't made that clear enough. He's running around like an animal back there because that's what managers do. He's the Vince McMahon of the hideout. <laughs> and by the way, let me make sure everyone understands this. Everyone's goal. Bateman. Chunks. Putin. Hooch. Is to make us look good. And make us happy. That's why you're here. And that's why I'm going to ask you for a French vanilla cappuccino during the break. Because that'll make me happy. And a filling up of water. Good yeah. meeting. I think we learned a lot. I think it was very productive. Daron, would you like to add anything? Shot it. I don't care. It's the Hideout, Roll Radio, 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1. It's all half fan J-Dubs. T-Dubs, 
Tuesday evening, 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones. Hit my knee. Ah. All right, J-Dubs, I guess we took care of business. Yeah, and I had a secondary talk with Chunks downstairs, and I think I've got everything cleared up. What's Here's what's odd to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we just move on? I just uh, quick. Make it quick, and we'll move on directly from there. We won't spend this whole segment on it. People people want to be in this business very badly, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll do anything to get into it. For some reason, people think this is a fun thing to do for a living, and I guess it can be. Mm-hmm. I have a blast. I know you have a blast. Yeah. doesn't look like Chunks is having a blast right now. But with life, you get what you put into it. Mm-hmm. J-Dubs, you started as an intern at Q106 at the age of 19 and worked a year and a half for free. I remember stories hearing about you, J-Dubs, where you came in to sit in on the skank shift, their buddy Shafee, mm-hmm. and he never saw you because you were busy teaching yourself. Cool edit and uh, whatever other kind of production stuff they had there. Uh, I would be there, you know, uh, I would say, hey, Shapey, do you mind if I come in and uh, hang out with you at night? And he was always very uh, standoffish about that kind of stuff because mostly people wanted to come in and just sit in and talk on the radio. What I did, I went in the back and I created some bits for him. I, you know, threw some stuff against the wall. Some of it sticked, some of it didn't, but, you know, I tried to create stuff instead of, being kind of a third wheel, man. You know, you want to you want to fight for your time. You mm-hmm. know, this stuff is precious. You want to fight for Not it. Not only fight for it, earn it. You know, and I think Chunks needs to do some of that. Chunks needs to come to the table with ideas. And once everybody, I mean, every day is the same thing with him. The same thing is nothing. But once you begin to bring ideas to the table, Chunks, instead of yelling at people. And ignoring them. Because when you're ignoring them, you're ignoring your duties. And turn number two is your duty. Ew. Oh. Hey, don't talk down to people. Oh. All right, Jeff Arena, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. What do you got? I, Poppy Chunks, I went to doctor today. We're having a baby boy. Can I name him Lardass? Oh, Poppy. Yes, Jeffrey, you can name him Lardass. After me and my big Lardass. Not exactly on topic, but still poignant. See, Jeffrey even brings stuff to the table, Chunks. Yeah, why don't you why do, don't you? Why don't you do any voices? Do any voices? Characters? I don't do characters or voices. It's not my stronger quality. What is your quality? Abuse. You realize we're running out. I'm sick of abusing you. That's why you're not getting punished right now. Because I'm just sick of getting back into that spiral of things, of punishment. You seemed to enjoy it on Friday. That was really fun. Yeah. Wasn't fun for me. Next thing we do is castrate you, so you better hope you don't screw up again. You can't castrate somebody. You need those things for something, I'm sure. Not me. No, it's a very minor surgery. It can be done. Mm-hmm. It yeah. can probably be done right here on this table. That'd yeah, be yeah. great because I don't need them because I don't get laid in two and a half years. Ah, and loser. the last thing we need is you procreating. Would that really be so wrong? Yes. I have a feeling if I were to come up to you guys and well, tell you. Well, I, I see how you teach 
uh, interns. I can't imagine how you teach your kid. With a stove. The hot stove. Hot water burn, baby? Exactly. I threw the soup on you because I love you. Exactly. Dime Italian, that's how we're raised. It's going to hurt me a lot more than it's going to hurt you. Uh, don't know what kind of asexual, touching things going as, on there. asexual comment that was, Daron. It's always got to go back to the asexual, huh? That's your bit. Run with it. <laughs> I'm asexual. I'm asexual. I'm asexual. There you go. All right. We'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll do some real radio. Enough of this internal fighting. I just feel bad. Yeah, me too. I don't want any intern leaving this place saying, Chunks has no idea what he's doing, you know? I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen, but I don't want that. I, I don't want people to leave here with a positive experience. You don't want them to leave here with a positive experience? I do. I'm lost. Yes, Daron. The only problem with this might be is you're only as good as your teacher, right? Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like if you were to learn basketball from George Murashan, you're not going to be very good. The only time this kid talks is when he's, like, busting my balls. Why? Daron, I like you, man. Uh, this it. got uncomfortable. Yeah. That? Luckily, uh... He's asexual. Know. I'm not worried about it at all. You're going to turn him, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it, Daron? Huh? Yeah, good teacher, huh? I'm asexual. Oh, who's got I'm control of the button? I'm who's asexual. got control? I'm oh. asexual. I'm hey, asexual. come on. It sounds like he's trying go going to town with me over there. <laughs> Dan, you're in the hideout. What's up, Dan? Hey, hey. I, I got something I'd like to bring to the table here. Okay. Ch Chunks needs to get a little more active. And, well, I listen online through the streaming, and so I don't get to hear all of your commercials. But I know that when I lived in Orlando... There was this place that was always looking for people for medical experiments that, that advertised on the station there. Hmm. And so maybe if he could do some, you know, get with the sales department, get some type of tie-in in there, they could get him signed up for one of those things. And, I mean, it's a win situation for him because he gets paid money for doing it. It's good for the show because it gets an advertiser going, and he can come in and talk about it. Here's what I like, too. I like the idea of uh, them testing out that new uh, Ebola on him. Yeah. Maybe some new disease. They just see how it treats you. Come back with that. Saliva, your disease. Carl, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I think Chunk should get the tattoo stretched across his belly. That works. A stretch mark that says stretch. I like that. Oh, don't we have tapes of Chunks? Play one of those real fast. Apparently this is Chunks. Last night. Well, he left uh, everyone's mic on as you were going to break, so you heard Hooch, who was sick, coughing in the background. And then you hear him during the uh, liner go, You got the island thing. $5,000 a year being a counselor at a middle school. Congratulations. Fun. It's the Hideout Headlines. It's Real Radio 104.1. Let's just hope that it came out of your body. The Monsters in the Morning. Real Radio 104.1. Okay, so I heard that. Well, that was, that was pretty low. Well, I, I know I'd be happy if I were McDonald's right now. This is what you want? I mean, sure, I always get the Big Mac. Big Mac? But maybe exactly. I want something different, like a McDonald's chicken sandwich. Are you kidding? Did you hear the cough at the end? Yes. All right, so this is going on the air. Well, one more. Okay, I'm going to go back to my basketball game. 
Five seconds. <laughs> you are a retard. Why didn't you know your mic was on? <clears throat> I guess you can't hear your own voice in your headphones. You're lucky no one was swearing. Yeah. God damn you, man. Because none of us caught that. I am really close to taking you off those talk and roll controls. But you know, then you have no point, so your purpose is gone if that's gone. You know what? Let's try it. Who? For the rest of the show. Bateman and Chunk switch. No. You don't think? I just feel bad for Bateman. He worked hard to get over there. And someone slacks off and they get... And he gets punished? Yeah, we had to talk about my sex life at nauseum when it involved other people and got me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Take a break. I don't even know what you're referring to. No. Uh, which time? There was certain thing after St. Pat's Spat, which came up over oh, and over. Oh, that's true. Yeah. There was another time uh, the girl I was dating stuff ended up coming out on air, and she heard. And That's true. Yeah. And he's taking his fair share. How about this? How about we just fire chunks and hire their own? <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking for a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I bet. Can, I I'm can. asexual. I'm asexual. I'm asexual. I'm asexual. He's not into those kind of jobs. Yeah. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Boy, I thought I said to come back with saliva, your disease. I, I made a m- mistake. All right, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, half A and dubs. Way to teach him. By the way, it is kind of sad. Destiny's Child has announced their breakup. I thought they already were broken up. I thought they've been broken up, like, for four years. No, they got back together. What? Who cares? Well, I like this song. I'm glad they got back together. I actually like this song. Bring it up, Chunks. You actually like the song? Yeah, it's a very heterosexual song. What group is this? It's Destiny's Child. Who? Are they still together? They're about to break up. Really? Yep. Who announces that they're about to break up? Uh, I think someone needs to sell CDs. (laughs) Or tickets. Something like, yeah. Yeah. Because I guess they're going to, at the end of this tour, I guess is what they're saying. I want to see their last concert in El Paso. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize they were going to be in El Paso. Are they playing the Haskins Center? I don't know. Never been there. I have. It's Never great. cared to. It's awesome. I think you'd love it. I think you'd love it. They have great salsa there? It's made in New York City. Oh. San Antonio. New York City? <laughs> this just in Elvis Presley will uh, no longer be touring. Hmm. I have to go see him. Have you been to Graceland? No, I've never been to I I drove by it. It was closed, though, so I walked around the Heartbreak Hotel there. We were there in the middle of the night, and the only thing open, there was Elvisy. It was a Heartbreak Hotel. I would have gone in and dropped a deuce just to say I did. You know, I, think, I think that's why we did actually go in, so we could go to the bathroom. I honestly do. Is, uh, that, is that your best spot that you've done it at? What, a deuce? That you've gone to the bathroom, or number one. My best spot? Gee. My best spot would have to be probably in the corner of my dorm room before I left <laughs> as I was checking out. Might have to be this really hot chick. You win. Game over. You know, I I find it sad that 
Destiny Child is uh, breaking up, and right around the same time that uh, New Kids on the Block say that they aren't going to ever release a CD again. They aren't? No. Uh, this has to be heartbreaking. They don't have the right stuff anymore. Mm. Oh, no, they're, oh, they're, oh, oh, oh. They're trying to just take it step by step. Let's go have a popsicle. And I guess Tupac has released a statement saying he's no longer going to tour or perform. However, he will continue to release CD after CD after CD. How did he? How does he do it? I don't know. He has like 8,000 songs, but he never tours to back it up. Doesn't make any sense to me. There's money to be made there. Genius. I know he sells merchandise. Never on tour, that Tupac. Lazy. That's all it is. And also, in the news today, uh, singer Lane Staley has some problems, so Alice in Chains, they won't be going on tour. What happened? I don't know. He just had, I guess he has uh, some problems with his breathing. Hmm. Not really working that well. Hmm. I didn't realize. I didn't realize Alice in Chains had broken up. Yeah. I mean, they haven't broken up. There's just health problems there. Lane's lazy? Yeah, I guess. He's just laying around. Actually, in a statement also released, kind of to coincide with the uh, Destiny's Child announcing the breakup of the current tour, after the tour, uh, Limp Bizkit fans were quoted as saying, we wish uh, this crap band would break up. No, they don't sound like fans. <laughs> and save us from Fred Durst. All right, let's take a break. Oh, hold on. There's more breaking news. Hold on a second. In a statement just released, uh, thanks in part to Destiny's Child, White Snake has said they're giving up their music for a more fulfilling career in construction. Damn it! Well, it's good to know they're chasing dreams. I just want to know if uh, White Lion is going to follow in the same footsteps. <laughs> I hope not. Greg, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's and up, what about Great White? Hey, what's going on, man? I heard you. I wanted to talk about Tupac, but I just had to tell you first, man. I feel like you show violated me. I mean, I I went to Tub Girl for the first time <laughs> by mistake. Like, like I was just, oh, my stomach was going to turn. But anyways. As long as you're over 18, it's okay. Yeah, how, I was. How did you get I, there by mistake? Was, you know, I, with Tupac, I always thought there was some kind of conspiracy, like he was still alive or something. I saw his documentary. He said he would record three songs every day because he really felt like somebody was going to kill him so that when he was dead, when he was murdered, that his music would be in order and ready to go. Wow. Get out. I, you know, I got that Tupac resurrection sitting at home. It's and on I... there. It, it's an awesome thing. It's all in his own words, and he says it because I always thought that it was just kind of weird that his music would still come out, and he really believed. He knew that he, people were going to kill him, and he would go in and record three songs a day, and he would say... That way, when I die, my music will live forever. It was creepy to hear him say that. Wow. Hey, thanks for that, Greg. I'm going to go pop that in. I forgot I even had it at home. Okay. Apparently, Lynn and Skinner's not going to be together anymore. they got a plane to catch. (laughs) I don't know why they couldn't be together if they're just going to be flying. Oh. Actually, I think Aaliyah's supposed to be on that plane, too. And John Denver. All right, this is the most disappointing of all. Apparently. What's up? Corey Hart. Corey Hart? Is returning to recording music. Yes! 
Some good news, finally. He's planning a summer tour featuring the opening act of Jimmy D. The tour will be called Two Asses Wearing Glasses. <laughs> it's so true. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Stay out late, I never take you out. That's what you're all about. I always smell like smoke, everything's just a joke. I never look at you when you come hear me sing. These are not all of me, many simple things. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout World Radio 104.1, Safe and Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. What's going on, John? John, welcome into the Hideout. Hey, John. Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say, you know, I commend El Jefe on wanting to have a kid of his own. You know, that's that's really commendable. But me and my boyfriend, Gilo, have been trying to have a kid of our own for about a year now. And I'm, you know, I'm just going to tell you from experience, all that's going to leave you with is shattered dreams and a sore asshole. You can't, you can't say that. But thank you. That is true, though. If you have kept one of the words out there, you could have gotten it out. Close. Very close. Great callers tonight. They're trying. Hello? Now, I let you borrow a movie last night. How would you like I let you... Uh... Oh, yeah, I borrowed Bully. Yeah. Great. Have you seen this Love movie? It. Bully? Big Bully with... Uh... No, not with uh, Rick Moranis. And... I was mistaken. I thought I was going to see a great Tom Arnold flick, mm-hmm. and I just didn't get the chance. That's the one with uh, all the gratuitous nudity in it, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that was a great movie. That's the one that Bijou Phillips got mad at the director for, because there's a shot in there that she was upset about. Who's Bijou Phillips? She was the blonde with ah. the uh, kind of curly hair at the end. Oh, no way. That's her? Yeah. There's a shot, and she was not happy with it. Of uh, lower parts? Yeah. Like, uh, something was peeking out. Can I borrow this DVD? You know what? Now I think of it, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. She got mad at that. I don't know what she. I guess I don't know why she would allow that to even happen if she didn't want it out there. But well, whatever. a lot of times, you know, you're acting, you just slip up, and you let something show that you shouldn't. Now here's the funny thing too. I'm sitting here and I'm watching this. I guess it's based about something that happened here in Florida, mm-hmm. where um, there was this kid appeared to be a real ass. I mean, just really a scumbag. Mm-hmm. And so a whole bunch of people got together and decided they wanted to kill him, like a bunch of like his classmates and his quote-unquote best friend and stuff. So they're doing it. And the reason why I find this movie so interesting is that it just shows you, no matter how much of an ass someone is, it's never worth it to kill them. Yeah. Because you're going to get caught. And it's so funny because what was the uh, buddy's name? Do you remember? All right, let's just call him Chunks. Okay. The one that they would make dance at gay bars. <laughs> and the one who was always taking all the abuse. Getting punched in the face for no reason. I think I actually have seen this movie. Yeah. And so, and as much as bad as that is, Chunks, you never want to kill the people who are doing that to you. Because in, in the end, you're going to be hurting a lot more. Why? You're the you're gonna be the one who gets busted. You're gonna be the one. You're also gonna get. You're gonna go time. to you're, yeah. You're gonna go to prison. You're gonna get abused way worse. That's not true at all. You can easily kill people. You just got to put a little bit more effort doing it than some kid. Some and kid can't kill somebody. And that was the thing too. They were so not thought out. No, and uh, after after it was all said and done, they kept on you know kind of letting the cat out of the bag to certain. Yeah, people. they'd go around.
not tell people. I'm like, what are you doing? First of all, yeah, you... it's one of the movies where you yell at the screen. You got way too many people involved in this, and I guess it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. There were way too many people involved. And then you go off and you start telling people, hey, I need a ride to go... Hide the body. To go hide the body. <laughs> like, what? Are you insane? <laughs> that's why you don't kill the person yourself. You have somebody else do it. Well, that's what they were trying to do, but everybody goes. No, seriously, though. Not, not a bunch of kids. You can do it right if you just try. Speaking of kids, this is the same guy who directed Kids and this movie called Ken Park, where there was, like, actual sexual things going on. And Gummo, right? I don't see that on here. Where's the nudity in this film, uh, Bully? Because I watched it for that reason. And oh, I get it's all, all over. over the whole way. I guess I didn't make it far enough into it. I watched at least the first hour. Uh-huh. Oh, I, you, I, if you watch the first hour, you you're must seeing, have seen 45 minutes of nudity. Yeah. In fact, I'll tell you this, too. Um, it's like you're watching the, the animal planet because there's a lot of fur flying around. Mm-hmm. Very hairy movie. <laughs> It's a hairy situation. Yes. All too much. Macaulay Culkin's ex-wife. Which one? Uh, Lisa Connolly, played by uh, her uh, real name is Rachel Miner. Yeah, she was one of the she was one of the crazy ones. Hot. But I'm sitting here and I'm watching this movie and I'm thinking after they do it and they realize, holy crap, we just did this because mm-hmm. I guess they're kids and they didn't realize and you know. And that was the other thing. They're going around just telling we're going to kill so-and-so. Like, shut up. What are you doing? What are you telling everybody? You want to come along? Okay, sure. At least that's that... the funniest part about it. A lot of people are like, yeah. yeah okay. I don't have anything else to do. I'll go down with you to uh, Fort Lauderdale or Hollywood or wherever it was. And so, but then, like, sometimes I have nightmares about this. Of that, what did I just do? Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do to take back what you have done. After you commit that murder, it's like, Either you try to do everything you can to make sure you don't get caught, or you're going to get busted. And even with that, too, it's got a way on your conscience. Like, how do you even sleep after drugs. you've murdered somebody? Heavy, heavy well, drugs. Heroin? I mean, it's easy. The funny thing is, in this movie, they felt justified. Again, the guy was an ass, apparently, in yeah. the movie. And I don't know what he was like in real life, because it was based on a true story, but in the movie, he was yeah, a I rapist. Mean, he was, um... I mean, just a male chauvinist. And the funniest part about it, he was latently gay in the movie, too. Oh. Like, he would, uh, they would uh, pick up, like, these uh, people from either, like, Cuba or whatever, whoever was, like, you know, around, and he'd make them do sex videos, and they'd sell them to porn shops. So because he was gay, it was all right to kill him? No. But I'm just saying we don't know if this guy was actually like this. Yeah. And he was, like, you know, like, the, the kind of, uh... And the way they even justified it, too, was that this kid's going to go on, he's going to go to college, mm-hmm. he's going to own a business, and he's going to be just fine. Yet here you are, you haven't even graduated from school yet. Yeah, you dropped out of high school. What do you got? Apparently on death row now. Mm-hmm. But, Dubs, that's you. You're that guy. Male chauvinist. How am I that guy? Little homo. What? Big homo. Okay. What are you talking about, Daron? At least I have a sexual preference. I'm asexual. So you I'm are asexual. Big homo, then. I'm asexual. Not big. Please. Yes, Hooch. I take offense to that. What were the age groups like? Like, how old was the bully, and how old were his They friends? seemed like uh, around 17 or 18. Yeah, it seemed. The whole group. Yeah, it seemed like it was. Because they could all drive. 
So at 18, he was picking up people to make porn? Mm-hmm. It seemed like they were, honestly, to me, it seemed like they were between 18 and 20. Really? Because they were, they were uh, still in high school and stuff. What? Yeah. You don't remember uh, the girl walking up to the high school and everything? And Yeah, they were in high school. Mm-hmm. No way. I didn't even realize that. I would say, you know, senior year around. Wow. How come no girls actually look like that in high school? As a little side note, you know, there's no girls. That... I didn't think they were that hot. What? No, they do. There was actually a girl in a local Orlando high school, right next to the one I went to, who was in porno. I saw her. While por- she was in school. I guess. You know how like. Well, that sounds like an urban myth to me. No, you know how like. Yeah. I hear that before some of the newer style pornos, they say who they are and what they do. It's kind of like a reality show type deal. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? You've never seen those before? No. Or like they act like, I haven't seen them either, I just heard about them. Where You're just throwing out urban myths now. No, I'm not. Where they're like, hey, you know, they'll drive Maybe up. Maybe you are gay. They'll drive up, they'll roll I'm down. I'm asexual. They're yeah. going to drive up, they roll down their window like, hey, how are you doing, blah, blah, blah. And they get in the dude car. Film? And then they get in the car and one thing leads to another. But she went to a local high school here. All right, well, give me a copy. I'll give it to you. I don't want it. Ew. Don't, don't get that. Get that. Isolate it. That's so hot. Diggler, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's going on, Diggler? Hey, what's going on? So uh, in uh, regards to uh, the movie Bully, uh, I used to live down in Fort Lauderdale. And, I'll, and also to, um, to what Hooch said, people down there, the kids down there, are definitely a little farther along in their age. So kids are definitely capable of, of that type of uh, you know behavior at that age. When did, Anyways, it all, when did all this happen? Uh, it happened in around 96. Oh, yeah, that's 96 through 97. It, it, it went on for about a year and a half, and, and the guy was you know, a complete ass who, who they ended up doing all that to. And um, so I have um, a good friend of mine, like a brother, who he played baseball at the same high school. And you know the guy in the movie, the the large guy? Yeah. Yeah, the big dude who was good at Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah, 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 that guy. Well, they ended up they ended up being acquaintances and, and, you know, nothing really more than that. Well, the big guy, the day of the murder, came by his house with all of them in his car and actually asked my friend who played baseball if they could borrow his baseball bat. He, he didn't know what for, and he just... He thought it was a little weird, but he didn't see anything wrong with it. He was friends with them, and he let them, and those, he ended up using those same baseball bats uh, to bash that guy's brains in. Well, wow. what ended up happening, and when you're talking about, you know, this guy's definitely going to get taught, they're going to get caught. I don't know what they're thinking. Um, he ended up returning the baseball bat <sighs> to him with the guy's brains on him still. Oh, and talk gosh. about, you know, being on someone's conscience. This guy knows that. His bats were used to commit a murder, and he's got to try to, you know, he feels he needs to keep his mouth shut for a little while. That'll rack on your brain. And that's the other thing, too, Diggler, is that they would go around in this movie, Bully, like afterwards, talking to everybody about yeah. it. I'm like, you're just implicating more and more people who have to step forward. Eventually, someone with a conscience is going to step forward and say what happened. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, his take on it was that these kids thought that, that they, since they were able to at least commit the murder where before they feared this guy and, and, and they really feared him, that they felt they were indestructible, especially at that age. You know, they, they just didn't think they were going to get caught. Yeah, they, there's no. Hey, I appreciate that info, no problem. Thank you, buddy.
It's a good movie if you haven't seen it. What you saw it on IFC and you recorded it for me? Yeah, I've seen it a few times on IFC. If you uh, if you look at IFC and look through their schedule, you'll probably be able to find it. And you've been telling me about this movie for years, and I've been doing the same thing. Is that the one with Rick Moranis? Which is a great movie. No, it's not. Yeah, it is I, awesome. I'll give it to you. What? I, I'll give it to you. Hot chicks. <laughs> Sounds so awkward. Hot chicks. Sounds like a computer saying it. Hot chicks. All right, let's take a break. But I'm telling you, man, if you've ever considered killing anyone, and this is a public service to you, <laughs> go watch this movie, and it'll 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 bring you back to reality real quick. The Godfather's actually my reality on how to kill people. They all got away with it. Shut up, Mo. Hmm. Dance. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Everybody ended up getting their up and comings eventually in The Godfather. No. Not until after they led long, happy lives. Yeah, but then they still died in horrific ways. Mm-mm. Not the original I've seen Godfather. It yet. Stop. Really? Oh, we don't want to ruin it for nah. ups. It's only been 32 years. <laughs> Take a break. I am gay. Oh, by the way, we're going to have a little contest. You know what? Let's take a break. Let's come back with that. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I thought half I asked for days of the new. Did he? Yes. All right. Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. What? President. <laughs> On the Judge Report, under developing, Bush takes off the gloves. Tonight, the President ripped into the Democratic Party as a pack of do-nothing obstructionists bent on derailing his agenda of reform. Telling Democratic, Someone has to. Telling Democratic leaders in Congress on that issue after issue, they stand for nothing except obstruction. And this is not leadership. Hey, asswipe. When you see someone doing something wrong, you try to stop them. It's called checks and balances. The forefathers put it in for a reason. You're not supposed to have a blank check. They screwed up once after the uh, after 9-11 writing you a blank check for the goddamn Iraqi war. Maybe if you didn't burn them when we had everybody together working together, you know, it would have uh, been a lot better now. Obstructionists. They're there to keep you in check. When you needed them, they were there to help out. You maniac. It's just a maniac way of thinking. They're supposed to do every single thing I say. No, they're not. They're That's supposed the whole to... point of the system. They make What you want is a dictatorship. What you're trying to set up right now, President Bush, is a dictatorship. Dick. Where you run everything. And you're not supposed to. What, chunks? While you're going on about dictatorship, I'd just like to mention the fact that he's trying to uh, uh, reenact that Patriot Act as well, which is totally insane and just like a tyrant would do. Oh, by the way, tomorrow we're going to have somebody on from Democrats.com. Democrats? Them too, because they suck right now as well. Is that what you said? Actually, it's Democrats. Oh, okay. But to talk about this memo that the British intelligence had when they're sitting there talking to Tony Blair, mm-hmm. 
And you're like, and the British intelligence is sitting here telling Tony Blair, hey, man, I don't know what's going on in America right now, but they have no interest in what's really happening in Iraq. They're picking and choosing what they want. They're going to war. And this was like months before any deadlines were set for Saddam. And the British intelligence came back to Blair with that. I think it's called the Downing Memo. And so some guys from Democrats.com. And by the way, don't think that I'm not going to take issue when we're talking to the Democrats tomorrow. And I'm not going to yell at that guy for the Democrats becoming a bunch of pusses. Because they have too. It seems like they're getting a little fired up right now, though. They have to. You know, it seems like they're a lot more active than they were for a while. I'll give it to them for that. Political parties that choose the path of obstruction will not gain trust of the American people. You've lost all trust. You aren't even, you know, popular right now. Who are you to say anything? I wish somebody had gotten in your way before you started this money-making mission that is now the Iraqi war. What? What, Mike? Hey, I love this show when you guys are non-political, but when you guys go political, you guys are, I mean, so idiotic about your, I mean, your arguments, <laughs> your arguments are so weak, you have as far as what? to base it on. Anything, anything. That hey, give me an example. About. All you say, you say the words that Bush lied or whatever. And then, give me an then example. You take that face what did Bush lie about? Uh, weapons of mass destruction. Well, he did not lie about that. He said he stood. John, wait a minute. Wait he a stood minute. in front of Congress and wait said there were weapons of mass construction destruction. Okay. He stood in John. front of Congress talking about uh, all of these uh, mushroom clouds okay. that were going to okay. happen. Just because, just because you guys are saying it loud and, and, and over talking me, that's that's fine. But you know what? John Kerry said the same exact thing. And he's an idiot, did. too. When have you and not heard? So didn't Bill Clinton. When have you not heard me say that the Democrats he are just as much lie. to blame? When they have are you... not lying. He's lying now. He, he hasn't stopped lying. lying. Beat it. He hasn't stopped lying. And we're not going to sit here and be your dancing monkeys and, this ju- and just do jokes and abuse chunks. We lived in D.C. We see what goes on. We see how the American public isn't paying attention. Path of obstruction. I don't understand how people can like blindly support him, like the last caller. I mean, how? And I've made it abundantly clear. I don't know if you're supporting him or not. I've made it abundantly clear too that the Democrats are asses as well for letting the president have all this power. When they, the, the, the Democrats as well, completely threw out the system of checks and balances after this war, or before this war, leading up to this war. And I'm not going to put up for it, man. And don't sit here and tell me that I'm idiotic. And now you see where. All these idiots, the public, think that Rush Limbaugh is a journalist and that Bill O'Reilly is a journalist. They're not journalists. They're as much of a journalist as I'm a journalist. Yep. 
You are a journalist. No, I'm not. I'm not going out gathering facts and reporting it with that opinion. It's news and comments when you're listening to that stuff. It's mainly comments. Yeah, it's commentary. There's hardly news. Sit here and be your dancing monkey. Greatest monkey of all time. Thank you. We try. I'm not going to do that. People insist. Keeping your mouth shut. Don't say anything. How dare you? Drives me crazy. Yet there are others that are just fine with it. Like their own. That's right. How many times is he going to change the reason we went to Iraq? How many times? As many as we allow. Yeah, nobody calls him on it. Weapons of mass destruction. Dictator. Freeing the people. Spread democracy. They refuse to allow the truth out about what's going on in Guantanamo. They're telling Newsweek what to write. And that's okay with you. Look, I, we, I could easily do four hours of politics. We try to come in here and have some fun. But when I see the president who gets more than any other president probably ever has, as far as power so far, saying that the Democratic Party is a bunch of do-nothing obstructionists, it's crazy. That's why they're there. Maybe if you, the Republicans there to, to obstruct the Democrats. It goes both ways. Maybe you learned that in government so class. Does. You go no way. Me? But tucked back. You're a tucker. I'm asexual. All right, let's take a break. I love it when you guys are funny and when you're doing jobs. But when you talk about politics, you don't know anything. How do you know what we're talking about when we're doing jokes? I think what you're saying on the air is blasphemy. That's true. I actually have to agree with you there. Oh, man. All right, we'll take a break. Bush takes off the gloves. They're rubber. Uh, well, it is summertime. Yeah, it's about time. Don't need mittens right now. Hands are going to get all sticky. It's the High and Out Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the High and Out Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I made the mistake of going to the Drudge Report <laughs> and seeing something that, uh... Well, I mean, it's a Drudge story. 
too. Yeah. I don't know if it's true. And then here's the other. Now I see that, and I go back, and then I see this on the Drudge Report. Shock. Suspended Kansas abortionist accused of eating fetuses. Developing. Dot, dot, dot. Developing fetuses? No. It says an abortionist is eating fetuses. Ah. I don't know. I mean, maybe he's just trying to market it out there for, you know, mass consumption. No. I smell a dead baby joke. Abortion. The other white meat. (laughs) Come on. Got abortion? And they have, you know, just a regular person with a big red mark across the lip. Come on. What? Abortion. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> Hungry? Grab an abortion. All right. That's not. I don't even know what this is, man. This is this is just some stupid headline. Not with nougat. <laughs> Behave, brother. That's really not cool. It's so funny though. No. Break me off a piece of that abortion. All right. You know what? That's enough. That's just enough. This damn drudge report driving me insane. No, no, uh-uh, stop it. No. Now you're a shock job. Oh, God. God. It's all just wrong. I had a way to deflect. What? No, not you. Our buddy Drudge. Alright, let's take some phone calls. Vic, you're in the hideout. Abortion, the juice is loose. Stop, man! Come on! No, I'm dumping that one too, damn it! Why? No! No! I mean, seriously. These are off the top of my head. I know they are. ideas out there. Just write them down, then. (laughs) Just write them down. You mean the rest of your jokes aren't? No, not really. I'm going off script here. Uh, No, I'm not putting up line eight. That's not (laughs) happening. I'm sorry. This isn't going to be some some game. See if we can top J-Dubs with his abortion marketing plan. Hey, they're they're, uh, claiming that people are... Eating aborted fetuses. That's awful. And I think it's terrible, too. But, I mean, I'm just trying to get into the mind of the madman here. And I don't even know if it's true. I mean, who knows? I'm not taking line eight. It's not happening. All right, Vic, sorry about that. I had to put you on hold. What's up, Vic? Yeah. Line eight's great. No, it's not great. What do you want, Vic? What's up? Dude, fetuses really aren't that bad if you got some Tabasco on them. Okay. Oh, everything's better with Tabasco, I'll tell you that much. Come on, guys. Just a little bit. Can't you behave? It's an enhancer. I'm never going to this website again. Then. The Drudge Report? Because it's just it gets us riled up, and I can't <laughs> deal with it. My heart can't take it. It's what's for dinner. Stop! <laughs> just stop. Uh, I didn't say what was for dinner. <laughs> just come on, man. My stomach hurts. Dun dun dun. <laughs> it's not even cool. We don't even know if it's true. The incredible edible. <laughs> 
All right, you know, why? Why already? I'm just asking you, as a favor to me, to just it's really uncomfortable at this point. Now I'm longing for Darone to say something. Wow. I'll give it to you. Thank you, Darone. I got one if you want one. No, I don't want you to throw in with jokes. I'll give it to you. All right. Danny, Danny, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. I just wanted to say I like when you guys talk about politics other than that other guy because you guys, you know, you're young like most of your listeners, and they're these uh, two writers that write for the Sentinel. Uh, they're they're new. They're starting to call them about politics, and I like reading that a lot. They're uh, Gary Lopez and Wenton Pate, and their uh, section is about faggots. All right. What are you doing? <laughs> Jesus. What do you want to talk about? What's going on here? All I know is feed us. I'm starving. You're awful. <laughs> I'm literally What's wrong? In shock. Dubs, I need, I need more, Dubs. No, you don't. You need to hush. I'm not putting up line one either. I'm sorry. It's bad enough that Dubs is on this kick. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play with the listeners. It's so funny though. And that would have fit. That was funny, Roger. Congratulations. <laughs> I didn't get to see it, though. Call back with it. Oh, man. I just want to wash myself of the last 30 minutes of this show. Why? Nothing wrong with it. The people online are having a good time. I'm glad. What are they saying? They're laughing. No, I don't want to. I don't want to know what they're saying. And they're the only ones who are hearing this, by the way. The, our friends listening on RealRadio.fm because I've had to dump about seven times this break. Seven times, at least. I went platinum seven times too. I'm proud of you, Dubs. You're a great shock jock. <laughs> See, someone just says this is a good topic. Hefe is being whack. Oh, mad whack. What do you want, Theron? Nothing. You're being whack. I, I'll give it to you. Stop. <laughs> the hideout. It's not just for breakfast anymore. Okay, what are you just going <laughs> to substitute the hideout for abortion? <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> that doesn't help anything. Let's take a break. We'll come back and let's wrap this show up. Like an abortion. <laughs> no! No! Oh, God. I'll say this segment has been an abortion. It's, How the, dare you. Uh, it's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. All right. 
Roll Radio 104.1. You know how you kind of look like a baby. I don't even know what that means. 407 Dan's been holding. What's up, Dan? Hey, Dan. Dan, go. Hmm, what happened? Dan, go. Dan, hey, what's up, man? Yo, go. Just had a question way off topic. Uh, the Koran got desecrated, you know, and I'm not for desecrating any kind of holy books, but what do you think people would do if, like, the Bible, the Mormon Bible, Jehovah's Witness Bible, would they show the same compassion or anger? And, you know, like right now there's over 2,500 Christians in prison in third world countries just for being a Christian. Mm-hmm. And that, I'm just throwing that out there to get your opinion. Um, um, here's what I think about. We talked about this a little bit, and thanks for the call, Dan. Uh, I don't understand being caught up on a book. You know? Yeah. Because I remember when Marilyn Manson was going around ripping out pages from the Bible. People were throwing a hubbub about it. Yeah, but I think you have the right to get mad at whatever you want to get mad at. I don't think, you know, I think they they're, have the right to uh, be very upset about what they're doing with the Koran. Mm-hmm. But I think the people over in Guantanamo have the same right to do whatever they want to to a book. You think so? Yeah. To get them to talk? But, you know, they both sides are right, I think, in this point where they say, hey, we're upset about it, and we think you should stop. And if they think they should keep on going, if it's a good way of getting... Uh, whatever out of them, keep on doing it. Just do what you have to do. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're poking and prodding them, you know? You have to be able to, you know... Get the info? Get the info in whatever means necessary without, you know, slitting the guy's throat. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I'm at a loss. I'm just not going to lie. I think I honestly feel the way a lot of young people feel right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of us in our 20s, early 30s, who knows what the teens are thinking, you know? How to kill their friends. No, that was back in 96. Same thing. I'm just, I feel at a loss. Like, what do we do? How do we change the stuff that's been set forth by the previous generation can we change how long how long will it take for us to right the wrongs if these are indeed proven wrongs you know i believe there's some wrong going on out there i don't have any power to do anything i get to sit here and talk to you about it at least i get to vent and voice my frustration Mm -hmm. but almost in a sense that's all you can do but the other side doesn't even want that they don't even want you to disagree. They want you to leave the country then. Don't you get out of the country if you disagree. No. I hear Canada's beautiful this time of year. Don't you go back to Mexico. I, I do think they have a point with that, though. Just you. What? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I was born here, Lubbock, Texas, huh? with Buddy Holly. You're that old? Same glasses. Mm-hmm. So I did it in honor of him. Yes, I'm that old. It's revealed now. I'm in my 60s. I just look good for my age. Not really. Mm. Hmm. Kind of complimenting yeah. yourself there. Yeah, you, uh, you, you, I mean, you do look 65. 
Yeah, totally. I look great right now, man. Are you kidding me? Got some sun, lost a little power, <laughs> or lost a little uh, what? <laughs> lost a little weight. You are looking good. I noticed that when you walked in today. What? The hell's wrong with yeah, you? What is Shut up, the wrong. Jesus. I'll give it to you. <laughs> no, don't. Please. I- I'll give it to you. Stay oh. away from me. Tuck it. Douche chill. That's why you're douche chill, Daron. I'm asexual. We know. You've said it many times over. Yeah. Anybody else here frustrated? But you can't drive yourself insane over it. What are you going to do? I'm going to give myself a stroke thinking about what's going on. Caring. Hey, I could just not care. Like the majority of Americans, just make sure I'm making enough money. I love this country too much. I have to care. I saw my my parents, my grandparents, go through some tough stuff getting from Mexico to here. Really? They said it was a great country, and they wanted we want to keep it that way. Well, all I know is this: all I know is what I want for the future, and what I want is four more years. Four more years. Of what? Bush. Third term. First one. Yeah, first time in a long time. We need a third term. Trust me. Don't think that that idiocy won't be thrown out here in the next three years. We, we need figure, to be protected. We need to figure out a way to do away with term limits. What chunks? I, I think it frustrates me how people don't seem to realize, like, when you want something, you start making excuses for it, whether it be a war or, like, a toy or a car, anything. But, you know, when you start making excuses, like, as to justify it, and there's nothing really solid, and people can't see that. I think that's what frustrates me the most. You know what's ironic, though? The rest of the world sees it. The rest of the world saw it. And we didn't hear. Well, some of us did. Well, you never want to believe that, you know, you're being misled. How do you ride it, dude? You don't. How do you do it? I'm telling you, here's how you do it. Vote out every incumbent. You replace them. And if you're a Democrat, you know, and you want to keep Democrats in, or you're a Republican and you want to keep Republicans in, then vote in the primaries. Get somebody different. That's what primaries are for. I never understand why in a primary, or even in a regular election, people run uncontested. Like, people will be like, oh, I have no choice. Nobody else is running up against him, so I guess I'm going to have to vote him back in, or her. Always, you should. The, the primaries are insanely important, and I'm talking locally. You know. You want to start it from the ground up. The movement. Ew. I'm waiting here in the hideout on Rural Radio. Yo. Talk. <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't. I can't get upset anymore. It's not. It can't be that hard. Hmm. Turn your radio down. When you hear the little, you're talk. on the air. Talk. When I say your name, talk. Robin. This is Robin. Yeah, go ahead, Robin. 
Okay, um, I know you guys moved on on the conversation a bit, but I turned on the radio and I heard you guys talking about them screaming and shouting about the Quran being torn up and, and whatever happening to it. Well, we weren't really screaming and shouting about that part. No, not you guys screaming and shouting, others screaming and shouting, and what's been in the media. Um, I just wanted to point out, I've moved over to this country. I love this country, I love the people in it, and I'm actually proud to be here. What upsets me is when I see other people elsewhere burning your flag or burning any other flag. Those images are sacred. I don't hear anyone here upset and screaming and shouting about it. Exactly. I think everybody has the right to do whatever they want with a piece of cloth or, you know. Hmm. Because to some people, that's just a piece of cloth. To some people, that's just a book. I mean, and it doesn't mean the same thing to other people. And And you have to understand that. And the idolatry is what's crazy. Isn't that, like, the biggest thing you're not supposed to do in a religion? To hold, like, material things sacred? Yep. Even if it is a book? That's not... You're not supposed to sit here and... Well, if someone else is the one desecrating it, how does that affect you? Yeah, you aren't the one. I mean, you're you're not doing anything wrong. I guess you're allowing someone to do it. That's how they get them to talk. Bad, but, because you'll you can you can make them stop by talking. Bad caller, Bill. You're in the hideout. Yeah, yeah, they got me on hold. You're yeah. on the air. Bad caller, Bill. Hello. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, I'll be I'll be there in a minute. Once they get me on hold, It'll take forever. You're on the air. Bad caller, Bill. Hello. Bill. Hello. All right. You know what? Beat it. <laughs> what a jacket. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one is the phone number you're gonna to need tomorrow morning. Talk to the monsters. Shannon Burke middays. Phillips fine in the afternoon. Tomorrow night's uh, J Dub's last night in the hideout for the week. Yeah. It's odd. It's been a short week. Yeah, he's going on vacation. My grandpa died. Uh, bad caller Bill, you're back in the hideout. Yeah, I must have got disconnected. So I'm back on hold now. Bad caller Bill, hello. Hey. Hello. Yes. What do you want? Is this me? It's you, Bad Bill. Bad Caller Bill, yes. Hold again. No, God you aren't on hold. It. You're on the air. You had the wrong. If uh, Dubs is gone on Friday when I get back, can I try to fill the position of co-host? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I think it's a great idea. I guess you're coming out. I'm asexual. I'm asexual. I'm asexual. Bad caller Bill, hello. Hey, why did you guys hang up on me? All right, come on. Just... I'm never going to listen to your show again if you treat your callers this Beat it. Ah. <laughs> I'm going home. That guy's a bad caller. No, he's fine. He seemed to fit the bill tonight. <laughs> Today he was right there at the bell curve average. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't be ashamed you're entertained listening to The Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Question authority. It's not so bad. Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I got food. Oh my goodness, Chunks, you're so tiny. Just a bonus friend, I eat it. Your new queer friend, Chunks. Oh, Tommy.
I'll give it to you. Jay Dobbs, you feel so good. Mo, I'm gonna touch a kid. Mo, don't make me grab the chancla. That's so hot. I go to yeah, Game Boys. Yeah, I'm Jay. Yeah, I'm Jay. Yeah, I'm Jay. I'm lazy, fast. I'm sharks of a homo. 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 It's great in the bathroom, Stall. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought. I, 5,000.